fire. This is the Pyro Podcast, episode 6 of the 2015 offseason. This is show 170. We're cruising through them. We're going to be at 200 in no time. Awesome show here for you guys tonight. We're going to drop a lot of knowledge on fantasy footballness, and this topic is going to be on the top 40 QBs. So we're going to do an early rankings. Uh, we've already gone through and done our tiers, and we've kind of added mine. Uh, Houdini, who's to the left of me. Stag Party is across the way from me. Dogmatica uh, is, wasn't able to be here tonight, but he added his tiers in. And then, uh, you know, I'm D-Rexing. We're Pyromaniac.com. Uh, <laughs> Sounds depressed to say your name there for a minute. No, That's I'm, never happened. I know, I know. Well, she didn't call me I'm back. I'm D-Rex. No, I mean, I'm Houdini. She didn't call me back. I'm in the doldrums. <laughs> she didn't like She didn't like where I took it. Oh, gosh. Um, so, amen, and we're really fired up to get back into this. We just got done with... A, an awesome Pyro Pro video that we've been doing, a uh, nice little 28 minute or about, um, we did it about the top 10 running backs, which is going to be our podcast next week, which is going to be the top 60 uh, running backs will be our podcast next week. So we're doing top 40 QBs here today, and then next week it's going to be top uh, 60 running backs, then after that it's going to be top 80 wide receivers. We've locked ourselves into this, guys. Anything good going on? I feel like we've locked ourselves, into, back. locked ourselves into our rooms in order to accomplish this and all the time. But hey, hey that's fine. I'm, at least I'm not there with the, with the trap of the clown in the closet right oh, now. Oh, so. brother. <laughs> yeah. Let me, well, your, your lady's moving in uh, later next month. There's no way that thing, that clown's sticking around, right? Well, she, it's going to freak her out. She has no idea until she opens the closet. Well, the good news is she's getting the whole second room as her closet, so she will. Oh. They will, won't have to cohabitate the closet with the clown. Yeah, I want to just let I'm us stuck. know. Let the us clown, know on the, the show. Clown, the clown stuck with me. Let us know on the show when that closet of hers has a bed in it that she seems to be sleeping in a lot, and then you go from dating or that and you roommates. <laughs> You're dating and roommates. You're not living together. Well, the good news is I, 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 we haven't had that problem. I got the nice, you gotta have a king size bed. Fair enough. So that way you each have enough space. As a youngster, I always thought differently. I was like, you gotta have a full size bed because then she's on top of you the whole time. <laughs> no, <laughs> sleep. The bed gets yeah. larger sleep as time. you get older, huh, guys? Uh, good old days. Um, all right, good stuff. Well, we're gonna count down um, and come backwards. And again, these are uh, kind of we're gonna. This is a, an average of uh, the conglomerate of all of our. So are we uh, actually tiers. counting up then? Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna go from forty uh, down, so 40, 39, all the okay. way to one. Let's keep the suspense. We want this is like dun, they, don't, dun, dun. they don't do the NFL like one hundred with the first guy first. They start hundred and ninety. No, and then you know what they do? The they show you that, that episode of uh, one hundred to eighty one twenty five times. Like enough already. I know about these guys. That's what. Have you ever heard of TiVo? Yeah, you TiVo it. You're like, oh, okay. The next one's on. I'm ready to go. Oh, I gotta go when take I, a deuce. I forgot I'm the TiVo to hit first run only, and I keep getting the yeah, same one. Yeah, still talking about TiVo. I think they call that thing DVR nowadays. TiVo's still around. I still, still, go, to, I still <laughs> go to a cash a cash station. I don't go to an ATM. I go to a cash station. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I drink pop. I drink, I drink pop too. I drink pop too. Uh Chicago. Um, all right, number forty, Matt Moore. He, he's not even ranked. By anyone but me, oh, brother. Uh, <laughs> well, I threw him in my rankings. I mean, I had, I mean, him, 
Yeah. I had him uh, at 36. So Matt Moore, lucky, lucky you. Uh, I'm a fan. So you know, whatever. I think they're going to draft Matt a wide Moore, receiver. Matt Moore for me fell into my end of tier nine. He's 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 carving out a nice backup career for him. He's obviously a good locker room guy. Works hard, puts in the time. So I think he's prepared. He's been in that system for a long time. Uh, they haven't gotten rid of him. They've got rid, rid of a lot of other people. Philbin must like what he sees and, and what what they can get out of him. If Tannehill goes down, and my thing with that, I don't think Tan, I think Tannehill plays all every game, but he does run a bit more, and uh, you know he takes some chances. He is young. He's not a he's not. A, he wants to he wants to win and power out some of those yards. Uh, not, not that we're going to talk about Matt Moore yeah. forever here, but at the same time, he's at least you know in this day and age of pathetic quarterback play that you have after you know once you get down down the line, especially in all the backups, he's a guy that you can plug and play. You know, it's not like you're sitting here going it's Brandon Whedon. Yeah. Well, I played. Plus, Matt- there's a the thing if Matt Moore gets in, like he'd be a desirable asset for me in like a daily fantasy league. So I'm, he's uh, definitely on my radar, you know, thinking daily sort of wise. Like, Derek Anderson was one of my favorites. I, I like to go with, like, replacement level QBs. That's one of my strategies. So anytime there's a backup QB, basically what I consider free, which is, is like 4500 bucks or 5500 bucks on FanDuel, uh, you know, that's the guy I like to go with. You know? I like it. That's a good call. Are you, are you the guy that goes into the bar with all your buddies and you scope out all the broads, and the ugliest one, you walk right up to him, and be like, "What's up?" I I go for the replacement <laughs> level. I don't go for the ugliest broad in the bar. I hey, just go for so the. It's the easiest way right, to get right points. Down, right down the middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get, let's move on from Matt Moore. Mike Glennon. Uh, rumors are that he's going to be moving around potentially. That there's interest from some teams around the NFL to take him on in a trade. They're going to draft Winston. Uh, and they've got no. They drop McCown. Who would be their backup? Ugh. Could be Glennon. They'll sign somebody. Yeah, they, it is Glennon. I think now, that's so. one of their least concerns. I think they got to figure out who their number one is before you can go out and figure they're out who your number one. two. Their number, number one is Jameis. Yeah, Jameis. You see him dancing around what about the sideline. Pro pro yeah, he had his pro day yesterday. Threw 102 passes. You know, looks sharp. You know, no complaints. They're very impressed with him. If he's not the number one pick, he's the number one. He's, the number, be he's the number one pick. He's the number one pick. Guys, crazier things have happened. Mario Williams. Yeah, but <laughs> turned out to be a better pick than than who? Reggie, Reggie Bush, Bush or, 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 Vince or, or Vince Young? Yeah, that's right. Vince Young. Was Vince there. Young. That was the one. Yeah. Vinny. He wanted Texans, to be. He wanted to stay in. I think Vinny would have had a much better career if the Texans had drafted him. Yeah. Because uh, he was a hometown guy. Yeah, he was devastated right by the by not being taken by them. Yeah, and I think you're right. Tennessee. Yeah, he, he he probably lives with a lot of regrets and mistakes because he could have done a think couple about, of things. Think about the, the, the horrible it. juxtaposition of it too. Not only when he went to Tennessee, remember Tennessee used to be the Houston Oilers. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> well, at least he probably had a lot of the uh, the old Earl Campbell and old. Well, he's probably too young for that, but ah, old old Oilers stuff. So at least it still worked when he was wearing the retro jerseys. Uh, let's go on to the next guy, Kirk Cousins. Back up for RG3 at this moment. Another guy that I think he stays there, but he kind of wants out. He's like, if you're going with RG3, and there's talk that they might move up and draft a, or draft a quarterback if Mariota slides to him at five. So uh, I'm staying away. I thought I did pick him up last year when he had that one big game, and he faded fast. Yeah, he did. He, he did. faded fast. But he's got that potential for a crazy game. Uh, and he's got the opportunity. Don't, don't sling well. it. I mean, plus it's, you know, he's... Andy Dalton-ish, and you know the 
Jay Gruden system, so someone's gotta gonna, keep an eye out. Someone's gonna someone's gonna look at some of those games that he had two years ago, and they're gonna say, okay, you know, I'll, I'll take a chance on on him. So it's 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 no problem. I I, I think that again. He's going to end up a backup somewhere else. He's not going to be a uh, a starter, uh, but you know he could he, again. He's a guy that you can plug in and play for sure. Uh, Cousins, uh, what is that noise over there? It's the, it's the oh, cushion. Yeah. Man. You're okay. looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> you have leather. <laughs> leather, leather is not the quietest thing more in the than world. usual today. Or my left ear has got better hearing. Um, Hey, there's even a fridge. This is great. You can put six packs of soda in here, milk, yogurt. You can put candy bars in the freezer. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Tell us about the opening music and who we're going to be listening to uh, in our audio snippets and why. We got the uh, the Gap Band. Nice. That was the opener. So, uh, Burn Rubber on Me. Uh, was, was our opener. We burned a little rubber there, and uh, we're doing Tommy Boy because uh, it was a couple two days, two days ago. ago yesterday, was, yesterday, yesterday was the 20th anniversary of when that movie oh, came out. Holy cow, my old! Yeah, that is just that's a little bit. Little things like that. There's a lot of those 20 and 25 year old reunions that I'm like, really? Holy crap! <laughs> the best years of my life was 25 years ago. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move on to Tommy Savage, a guy that wow, he's uh, he's in our list. Uh, in Tommy, Ireland, right? Tommy Boy Savage, Tommy Boy Savage, yeah. So uh, the second year player, guy that uh, definitely had some some ops and some potential to get some downs. Uh, what do you guys think? Well, what you start? He's your boy. I mean, I I was high on him last year just to give him a chance because I was playing a rookie league and I thought there was that. That slight chance he might pop through, but they traded for Mallet. So when they did that, it, it kind of changed everything. And um, I don't know, he, he just it just didn't work out. But he's a guy that comes out of pit, right? And he's yeah. had, like had close or broke a bunch of uh, Marino's old records that are super super old there. And it comes that's a quarterback grooming type of uh, system. So big guy got that Roethlisberger size. Um, I don't know if he's quite as tall, but he's that guy that's uh, over 6'5", um, and just a big cannon of a guy. So he's got all the skills, all the tools. There's no reason why. He just needs the opportunity, and it, who knows if it could happen with who, who's in place there. That's, that that's the problem right now with, with all the, the guys ahead of him right now. And, and the other thing is they when they drafted him, he was really looked at more as a project anyway. So, you know, are they willing to continue to... I mean, again, you don't have great quarterbacks ahead of him, but you have quarterbacks ahead of him. Yeah. Bodies. <laughs> yeah. So I think maybe they, they'll hold him if they want to have still have that long-term development, but you got to see some progression this year. The thing is, developing these quarterbacks for years and years... Doesn't you know, really work. We're going to run... We're going to like, groom this guy for three... When was the last time that worked? I mean, could, tell me somebody... Yeah, the they, last they time was probably Rogers, but um, but that but he was a but he was still first round pick. I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's a while ago. I'm, 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 I'm sitting here staring into space, going, "I don't know that I can tell you one." <laughs> Those projects that are sitting on the bench and they're trying to groom, they don't they don't really work out too often. You know, there's other guys like that that might have you know slightly better opportunities, like a Logan Thomas. But the thing is, these long term projects saying he's he's going to sit around for three years, they typically just don't work out, man. These guys are. The, Guys that are out of the league or career backups, and, you know, nothing really impressive about them. But hey, you got to keep them on your radar a little bit. Sorry, pardon me. Can I just check this out? 
50 plus. Oh my god. I passed. I passed. Oh man. I got a D plus. I'm gonna graduate. <laughs> I wish we'd known each other. This is a little awkward. <laughs> That's what these quarterbacks are. These are the D-plus quarterbacks. They're, they're just so happy that they yeah, have a job. Yeah, Let league. me hold a clipboard somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Who just signed? Somebody signed this uh, week, and I was shocked. And how Matt Schaub? Schaub. Yeah, didn't he get like 2.8 or something? 2.8 mil? Yeah. Yeah, yeah on a one-year deal. That's what you get for being a veteran backup quarterback in this league. It's oh. pretty cushy, if you ask me. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, especially if you, if you can be a starter who then is still... Considered to be a backup, yeah, you can you can catch a nice paycheck for not doing a hell of a lot. It's awesome. All right, next guy on the list is going to be Mark Sanchez. Uh, obviously, re-signed with the Eagles. Good opportunities there. Probably sitting behind the most frail quarterback in the of the past fifteen years in the league. Um, I think we all hope that Sam has a full season and can show him what he can do in the, us what he can do in that offense. We know that two or three years ago, maybe three years ago, like the last five games down the stretch, he was a top five fantasy quarterback. He, so he can do it. He's just never. He's always hurt. Even before the season starts, he's he's down. But yeah, forty nine of the last eighty games played or something like that. You know, not real pretty. It gives Sanchez a a chance to be the Sanchez again. You know, absolutely. Uh, he look. If you're going to be a backup quarterback and you're going to get a chance to play in any offense, Chip Kelly's offense is a good one to play in. So for Mark Sanchez, of course it made perfect sense for him to stay there. Whether it was going to be Nick Foles in front of him or whether it was going to be Sam Bradford, he probably would have had a chance to play again this year no matter what. So, you know, and, and again, just based on Sam Bradford's history, yeah, you have to sit here and basically just expect uh, that, that Sanchez is going to be in at least three, four games. I thought Sanchez would come in and he was going to do something special last year. We talked about it on a podcast. I said it in pieces and just in over social media. When he had that opportunity, he got that start. I thought he was going to seize it. Um, he really didn't. He, he, did, he wasn't atrocious. He started better than he ended, but it just didn't look like there was really some sort of like renaissance or resurgence from when he used to bring the Jets early, early in his career uh, deep into the playoffs. So, um, who knows? But I mean, his fantasy was it really him bringing good. them deep into the playoffs, though? Or was it ground and pound that was earning them into the playoffs? I'm with you. And, I'm a with defense. You. and defense. I mean, his fantasy numbers were good. I mean, 15 points, 15 and a half points a game. You know, he had a bunch of 300-yard games. I think he had a 400-yard game against Green Bay. And, you know, he put up you know, big yardage numbers. It was just that the interceptions were still there. I think his touchdown interception ratio was like 14 to 11. So it's all about the offense and it's all about the system. So when, uh, you know, Bradford goes down, knock on wood for him. <laughs> when? Okay, exactly. I just pulled a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee it yeah. by week I three, he's going to be on IR. <laughs> but uh, but no, once Sanchez gets in, you know he's definitely a guy got to look for on the waiver wire to pick up, and you know in sort of a deeper league, if he's the quarterback named at the outset, which I don't think he will be, seeing as how they said we can get a first round pick for Sam Bradford, you know 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think if you draft Bradford and you want to go this way, this you could take uh, his handcuff in Sanchez. If Bradford does go down, you just handcuff that, and that's a late pick. Uh, or like you said, maybe a waiver wire guy. Um, all right, let's go to number 35, Ryan Mallett. Stag Party's got is high on this guy. He's got a laser rocket arm. <laughs> As Peyton Manning said. He's got a project behind him. He's got, <laughs> yeah, he's got a project behind him. He's got Brian Hoyer ahead of him, maybe? <laughs> they haven't really announced a starter, but they look invested in him. Uh, you know, He's got decent weapons with DeAndre Hopkins, Arian Foster. Nobody could play defense in that division. How uh, could you have both Hoyer and Mallet at 30? Because they don't have either guy starting, so, so one got, of them will get ranked two, at 30. You threw two of them in there? Yeah. So you got you got more players on this list? That's why. All right. I got it. It's all coming together. It's coming together. <laughs> it's stag math. It's stag math. I like it. Uh, what do you think about Mallet? you think he's going to start the uh, opening day starter, or do you think it's Hoyer? Oh, I think it's Hoyer. I, I think Hoyer has proven that, you know. Proven what? That he's o- that he can, that he can, that he can run. That yeah, he can he's run okay. He's not, both okay. You know, it's it, he Talking he proved that he can run a team just as well as, as if you remember a guy that was successful here in Chicago as Kyle Orton. Yeah. That's that's the kind of guy he is. He's not going to do a lot that's going really, to really hurt your team. But he's not going to do a lot that's going to really really help your team. But Ryan Mallett really hasn't proven that he can do anything yet. So yeah. he's sat his entire career behind the cliff diving Sky Brady. So you know <laughs> Air Brady, Air Brady, sorry, Sky Brady. Um, <laughs> do you remember what the Do you remember what the Sky Jordans were? Yeah, because if you were size, if you were smaller than a size like. Six, seven or something, no. they were the Sky Jordans. Maybe, but there's that's also it. something else to that. You know what it is? There's no air in them. They're Air Jordans with the no air pad in it. Oh, is that what it was? Sky Jordans. Yeah. They were like a more cheap, they were a cheaper version of Jordans, so it was like a more lower income people could still rock the Jordans. I thought they didn't they didn't get that squishy squishy in the heel. That's interesting, because I I had, it was on the first Jordans that you're talking about, the uh, the crazy red and blue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 It's early school. I remember, I thought the Sky ones, they had them, like, they only had them in smaller sizes, is what I saw, was like these Sky Jordans. Maybe because... For, for people who don't want to buy their kids who are going to be grown out of the shoe and, uh, and whatever. But at least it wasn't as bad as, do you remember the, the knockoff? The Stadia shoe? Stadia. Stadia. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. I do remember that. I'll, 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 I'll get the picture well, of the Stadia Oh, I shoe. thought you were doing an audio clip. No, no, um, Stadia, all right, man. Let's move on. <laughs> Not 34, Josh McCown. Um, so he's obviously right now going to compete with uh, Johnny Football to be the starting quarterback. For the Browns, you really? Oh, I do. Oh my God, I would do anything to get a pair of those. What were those called? Stadia. Oh, I need a pair of those. Those are so unbelievable. Had, these ones that you had. These are the ones I remember. I remember those. These yeah. are the ones. I, I remember those more than that arrow. <laughs> so they, uh, they guys like, were podcasting. Pony, oh, no. <laughs> had a total rip off too. All right, uh, let's go. What do you? Hey, start talking about McCown, hot shot. <laughs> Nobody likes Josh McCown. <laughs> Why? <laughs> What's the like? He failed with decent receivers in Tampa Bay, and you know he's got no receivers. Dwayne Bow in Cleveland. Like what? What's the like? I mean, decent running backs, but hey, how does that help Josh McCown? I just really can't see a reason to like a Josh McCown and like consider playing him for a stretch of time, unless he's absolutely free and fan duel, and then I'll play him. You are. You are. This is just. This is just about like you're like the troller 
on FanDuel. So he's like, you just set out the, the wire. All right, who's at forty five hundred dollars? Come on, just <laughs> let it be his week. He kind of uh, Josh Gunn kind of looks like Drago. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Matt Castle, number thirty three. Now uh, here is somebody we can actually talk about. Right, right now, right now he's the starter. Yeah, you know, pretty much the unquestioned starter on a team with Lashawn McCoy. Percy Harvin, Robert Woods, Sammy Watkins, Charles Clay. You know, it's a pretty... I, then I do not like any of those other players. <laughs> I'll be saying it right now. I don't want any of those guys. Can you say power in numbers? I mean, uh, there's team a... of one. Yeah, <laughs> power. Yeah, exactly. Power less in numbers. I'd say here. team of zero because of because when you got him running, they're going to be stacking the box. It is what it is. That's yeah. why you got Bruce. McCoy, McCoy will be a top 60 performer, though. But I think you're gonna, you'll be the one. Maybe Watkins. But it's not going to be very exciting. Matt Castle, look, even when he had that chance uh, running it in Minnesota, and, uh, he's got better weapons now than he had when he was, uh, you know, leading Bruce, that team. Yeah. So, and probably the best – look, even when he was in Kansas City, he didn't have any weapons there. So, um, and he had one decent season. Look, I'm staying again. I, I'm staying away too. But if you're talking about we're not advocating drafting these no, guys, they're just I guys know. that are but right I, but up I'm there. Staying on away. Just not, I have zero interest in him being on my team. Zero. Just it's, it, even if no matter what, there's no way I'm drafting that guy. I'd rather take a, a, a higher ceiling, higher risk type of guy. That if it, if it pays off, woo, I'm in the I'm in the house. So but is the next is, is the next guy who's who's because also a starter. Is he a higher ceiling guy here? In, I mean, I Houston? like him more than I like. Uh, Matt so now we're talking Sal, about we're Brian already talking Moore. about we're already talking about our third Houston quarterback, by the way. So, wow. by the way, we're talking about top forty quarterbacks, and and now we're at number thirty two, and we have wow, just covered true. all three Houston all right, quarterbacks. So I'm we're sorry. not going to talk about them anymore. Well, no, no, no. no what I'm saying is, luck. I'm saying is, if you're a Houston fan, this is bad news for you because yeah. you are now out of the lottery. For the next thirty-two teams, <laughs> but aren't they aren't they drafting aren't they drafting pretty high? No, no. They were seven and nine last year, eight and eight, something like that. Uh, J- and they're not JJ drafting. Watt carries that football they're team. They're not drafting a quarterback, you know. Well, let's let's move on then. We we don't need to talk about Houston quarterback number three Hoyer. <laughs> good luck. I think good he's luck. I think he's the guy um, until he's not the guy. Thirty-one, Geno <laughs> Smith. Uh, you know, I think I like this guy. I guess we're all the same on him. You're 29, Stags, and then me and uh, me and Houdini are both at 30. Uh, we won't talk about him too much, but who's to say that this guy isn't going to be the one uh, leading the Jets? Uh, until I see Marcus Mariota or some other uh, stud younger guy or a free uh, agent signing that's not even out there. I then, think Fitzpatrick's already been weaseling well, no, his way in I there. I have Fitzpatrick like, rated higher on my board, but here's the thing. is because, remember, we're doing this before. I mean, I, and I there's to, no rookies. There's no rookies in I, our list right here. I so we're not, I've got Fitzpatrick higher. Right. But... But because we didn't, we're not going to give Gino a chance and, and have a, have a, a, a short leash. You know what? Maybe it, they it, tried that Fitzpatrick last year. Is so the leash was real short. Not screw up because Fitzpatrick, look, used to always be what Mister first four games of the year, go hog wild and then really come down crashing down to earth. He's a guy that if if he if the bearded man gets shaved early and, and throws a bunch of picks and whatever, yeah, you're going to give Gino another shot. I mean, look, this is a new coaching staff here. So I think it's also going to be an open competition pretty much for the most part. Yeah. Well, it's they, a new they, front office too, so right. nobody's got ties to Gino. Well, exactly. So the coach is going to say, look, you know, you're, you, 
prove it to me whoever wants it. I got a veteran here who, you know, and what is the new coach usually going to do? He's probably going to take the veteran who he believes. Plus that it's he can... Chan Gailey, who was his offense coordinator there in Buffalo go. when he had his best offensive years. So, you know, Fitzpatrick's definitely got the edge. And Fitzpatrick puts up Jay Cutler-like numbers at, you know, a quarter of the salary. <laughs> I'd rather have Cutler, who we'll talk about in a while, I'd rather have a, a Fitzpatrick or a Geno over a Cutler. Maybe not Geno, but... Um, let's Ooh, move on. I don't know about Let, that. Let's move on. Hey, this guy, Gino's only in his third year. He, he scored less fantasy points last year than he did the year before. I believe that, but he, he, maybe he's working hard right now, and he sold his soul to the devil maybe, I think, a few years. I think he more sounds like a Tommy Boy salesman success story. What he's trying to say is that uh, our new brake pads are really cool. You're not even going to believe it. Like, um, let's say you're driving along the road with your family, and you're driving along, la 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 and then all of a sudden, there's a truck tire in the middle of the road, and you hit the brakes. Whoa, that was close. <laughs> now let's see what happens when you're driving with the other guy's brake pads. You're driving along, you're driving along, and all of a sudden, the kids are yelling from the back seat, I gotta go to the bathroom, Daddy. Not now, damn it. Truck tire. I can't stop. Help. There's a cliff. And your family screaming, oh my God, we're burning alive. No, I can't feel my legs. In comes a meat wagon. <laughs> and the medic gets out and says, oh my God. New guy's in the corner puking his guts out. <laughs> All because you want to save a couple extra pennies. And <laughs> to me, it doesn't get out. Now. Sir. Do you validate? No. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Do you validate? <laughs> I want to val validate. Val I'm checking the uh, specs on the end line for the rotary girder. I'm retarded. <laughs> hey. Well, touche. Hey. Hey. Hold on. I got to be honest. It's been a long time since I've been called that word. That hurts. <laughs> Ah, good stuff. Next All right, let's go list. on. Johnny Football. So it's it's been proven. The rolled up dollar bill that was shot in that one picture bounced off the mirror pre-draft, and everyone's like, "Dude, what do you do with a rolled up dollar bill? You do blow." He was blow. doing blow. He was doing blow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, why else do you go to rehab with John Bones Jones? <laughs> I, yeah, I hope I hope he gets it out of the system. Get yourself a 10-year career, and then you can be doing blow all you want. Get the money. Uh, we wish you luck. I love the guy. I hope he comes back energized and can be awesome because he's a, he's a true talent. Who knows? He might not be pro-worthy, but I want you to be, buddy. We've all uh, stacked. You got him at 28. I got him at 29. Houdini not even listed. And then we got Dogmatica at 32. So He came in uh, right, one behind Matt Moore for me. There you go, oh, Matt Moore. Boy, yeah. I think I, I'm, I'm not a believer in uh, in anything that he's. The got thing going is, on. for fantasy football, if Johnny Manziel somehow ends up winning the starting job, you can pretty much guarantee 50 rushing yards a game. I like. I'd it. like to think, you know, if he's playing the game, I like it. I, did you watch him play at all? I mean, I, I just here's a guy. Here's a guy that has never had to to, to really learn playbooks and to do, he did everything on natural talent. 
So I just think that when when he gets out there, it's going to be trouble, and it's going to be. You got natural like I got that talent. Verdes. Apparently, they give a lot fewer D pluses than D minuses. <laughs> it's not a grade they like to give out. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> oh my god! I got to be honest. I, had, I think I've gotten a D plus uh, once in my life and was totally excited about it. <laughs> I did, it was I did like, too. It was like it was like a Spanish class. Mine like, was Spanish yeah, too. I came in and it was in college and I came in and she really liked me at the beginning, but I took advantage and I just kind of fucked off in this class. And I came like a couple weeks late uh, before the end of the year and I just threw it on and was like throw. She's like, I'm gonna make you do all this stuff. I'm like, I'll do it. I know I suck. Blah blah. blah. Making up all these excuses. Pulled it off, like worked my bells off on like making up all this stupid shit, and then she gave me a D plus that she literally could have failed me. I'm like, I love you. I forget her name, but at D plus, I was so you fired. You love her that much. I love her enough not to get an F and have to retake the fucker. My fraternity house burnt down uh, the right when the, the semester started. So Clown in the closet. Clown in the closet. Clown in the closet. So we were. It was a ridiculous, weird semester. I had the Spanish class, and. We were we were just basically celebrating life being alive that uh, that semester. So <laughs> I happened to slept through one of my midterms uh. and dropped my grade to a D plus. But it was Spanish. I'm like I am I could have I took three years in high school. I'm like I I'm not taking another goddamn semester of Spanish. So uh. I'll take a D plus and let's move on. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. I think I think uh, and they won't let you retake those midterms when you miss them. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna have to keep an eye on you. You want what I did do? To just talk about Spanish in this class. I used to give this roll this guy joints and give him joints, and he was uh, a Mexican dude, and he would write my Spanish papers, and then I would go and I would dummy him down, and even <laughs> even this teacher would be like. She looks sometimes, and I would dummy it down, not dummy it enough. <laughs> she just knows that the birds. No way, this little deadbeat knows knows that that word. That is like a, something that that's like great vocabulary. And this uh, is like he, used the exact, literally, he even used the vosotros. She, yeah, she literally <laughs> she, she looked at me cockeyed one time and was like, "What's going? Wait, I, you're not writing this shit." I'm like. I want him to be like, it's three joints. Come on. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you three joints. Yeah, I'll give you some. Right Let's smoke them. Oh, God. Spanish class. Back to the old KU. Kansas, University of Kansas days. Wouldn't trade them for the world. <laughs> Terrible education, though. <laughs> Is that before, like, Google, where you could Google just any word in Spanish you want? And then translate? Uh, dude, we didn't have email when I was in college. Right. It was like the very tail end. After I was done, like they had computer labs and email and no, nothing. We had like cliff notes was about as good as you got. Oh no, see what we had was, uh, I went to Iowa, we had iNotes. iNotes was the graduate student who was sitting and taking notes uh, in the lectures and then selling you those notes. Oh, all right. I like it. Is I for Iowa? Yeah. Nice. Mm. All right. So I guess if, if there's a will, there's, there's a way. <laughs> if there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> Three joints or Speaking no joints. Speaking of, if, if there's a will, there's a way. Let's go to EJ Manuel. There you go. Hopefully his. Um, I don't will. know how that segue works, but I like it. I don't either. <laughs> if only his name was Will. <laughs> well, if he doesn't start doing anything in the NFL, his will isn't going to have that much money in it to divvy out to the rest of his family. Uh, I wish him luck. I think he's still going to have his opportunity. He's not a bad quarterback. They drafted him what sixth or seventh overall. That was two years ago. 
This is, he had a bad, I think they were just like, okay, let's actually pull back. I don't think he's going to be terrible. He's got an opportunity to be the starter, and if, I'd rather I'd rather have him playing than a castle. And I, I think, I, again, I don't want to draft him. We're talking about the guy that's friggin' number 29. But we were just talking about all those weapons. Don't you like him joined with those weapons over a, a friggin' Matt Castle? I think for him it's also a matter of, Obviously maturity. It's a matter. Not. It's a matter of maturity. It's a matter of you know showing understanding of of the right. offense. Not used to going in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> he's a guy that just seemed like he's always was kind of a little bit lost. You know, he's, he showed a little bit of flashes here and there. Um, you know, and he can run the run with the ball as well. So, yeah, I, personally, I, I, if you can't beat out Matt Castle, then what does that tell you about the guy? I mean, think about this. That's what you're gonna find out. What I mean, could have been? What if that guy didn't take that huge hit on the sideline right. and ran out of bounds more? He was playing okay. He started out all right. For a rookie, this is two years ago, for a rookie who's playing all right, had com- uh, command of the team, it was just like he was, the, I think at that time, he was like the only first round or only quarterback from that year that was dead day one starter. Uh, I could be wrong on that. But regardless, um, he was playing all right. Gets injured, he's out for like, you know, like what, hyperextended knee or something, and he was out for like eight yeah, weeks. A long time. It's never been the same. You know what, though, but here's the other reason why I think it's not good news for him is he's got Rex Ryan as his coach. Mm-hmm. Where did Rex just come from? He just came from a situation where he basically lost probably, his job because of Geno Smith. Can I answer this question? I was probably in an out burger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sort of where, where did Rex Ryan just come from? When you asked that question, <laughs> it, it, it was somewhere to eat double well, cheese. Only if he's Maybe on the West with, Coast. If he's out in Buffalo, you can't get an out burger out That's why he's in Vegas. Yeah, he's somewhere else. He's in Vegas. He's, not, he's, he's not fully engaged yet, nor, nor should he be. Good for him. Ah, oh, Rex, we love you. Do you know he was actually, you saw it, he said it this week, he was surprised the Bears didn't hire yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. What would you guys have thought? Would you? Would you? Who would you have rather had, Fox or Rex? Me, I'm Rexing it. I would much rather have Rex. At least he's fun. At least he like. I get it, but you want to know what? For me, as a Bear fan, if I'm looking at actually trying to build an organization, just based on the track record that John Fox has of who he hires as his uh, assistants, and knowing that John Fox is not your long-term replacement here, but maybe he grooms the next long-term replacement, I, I go with Fox. I'm going with Fox as well, just because of the fact that he can hire a good staff. That's it. Who's Rex hired that's been worth a damn, you know? I am, I will admit, even in my loyalty to NFL teams, I do add a little bit too much bewilderment and fantasy to it. Where I I even, you know, I was talking to Staggs the other day and uh, talking about how I want White. I want him to, if White's around or Amari Cooper, I want him to Staggs. Like, I want a good team. I'm like, I don't know. I want fantasy points. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I, want, I want to have a, an Amani, uh, Amari Cooper, a jersey on that's a Bears jersey, have them on my team and have them lighten it up. But, but, but see, but it still could potentially make sense for them to do that. And maybe the, and it, because, again, I, I look at it for just segueing here, but it's like teams like the Bears or teams that are up there at the top, if, if you're looking really ideally like you want to trade down, then you draft this guy because you have to have him, and and that way that you're going to be put yourself in a situation where even if you want to trade, maybe then someone will come after you for the trade. Yeah. But you also still need that movement. You needed to. Two to, weeks ago, the guy was like number number two. Not two weeks. Three months ago, the guy was like the number two or three pick. Right. Now they're saying that he's sliding down, and maybe you know we we saw Kevin uh, White 
They had that insane combine. Uh, I still think it's leaning towards people saying that Cooper's probably still going to be the guy taking first, but I'll take either of them. Right. We could use them along with Lazy Boy, Jeffrey. He'll be better. Whoever right. we took in that you case will be better. Need, you still have a need a wide receiver. Like, like Staggs has a need to. Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go to the next guy. We've already talked about him a bunch, so let's breeze over him. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, um, Jets. Yeah, I think I think we we think it's his job to lose. Um, what is that? Let's talk about not Fitzpatrick really, but what does that mean for the other guys? Brandon Marshall just goes there. Uh, you know, we got the protector. Puts up, puts up the same numbers as Jake Cutler, so can't mean that bad for you know Marshall. I don't know if we'll ta- target him with the same volume, but no, it's 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 not good. It's look, Fitzpatrick is just, he's a guy, okay? He's he's a guy who's going to be averaging you probably two hundred and twenty to two hundred and thirty yards passing a game, you know. So now you figure, okay, well, where are those going to? You still have Eric Decker there. You have all these other guys. Is Brandon Marshall going to account for? You know, 90 yards, but how many times is Brandon Marshall going to have a 150-yard game? How many times is Brandon Marshall going to have 15 catches? Or is he going to have 10 catches, but they're only going to each go for 9.6 yards a catch? You know, so is it one of those things where, you know, you're and, you're, and his touchdowns, what he was doing in Chicago scoring touchdowns was something that was kind of unparalleled. He wasn't, he wasn't as much of a touchdown dominator when he was in Miami. When he was in Miami, he was known for dropping the touchdowns. Well, while we're on a super Irish name in Ryan Fitzpatrick, I want to have our Connor listeners. Right I want our listeners to go and check out this awesome UFC video. I'm not a UFC guy by any stretch of the imagination, but this guy is lights out. Conor McGregor, the Irish guy, who's just a badass. I mean, he's like he's basically he's got a king's tattoo on his neck. He basically is the king of Ireland right now. I mean, that guy could run for uh, whatever your president is there and win. Uh, and Dana White or whatever is about to make a gazillion dollars off of this guy. Watch the video of him against, who is it, Aldo? And um, it's Both in Dublin. Aldo, yeah, it's press in, conference. Press conference in Dublin. It is one of the greatest things ever. I'm an Irishman myself. <laughs> a little, fi- uh, you know, feisty, uh, small white dude. This guy is the best. And if, if he can keep winning, he is just going to be... I mean, if this guy can keep winning, he will literally be like a Mike Tyson-esque worldwide figure and just change UFC. He's just got to win to do that. The character and just the charm. He's undefeated, that though, video, so he, yeah, he's just a badass. The, Stag, you, what, I think he's the baddest man on the planet. He thinks, he, he thinks he's the baddest man on the planet. That he'd be, <laughs> is he, he's guy, also like a different fighter. Is this, guy, like, is this the guy that's fighting against Anderson Silva? No, no. He... Who's there's, that guy? Because that I don't know. There, there's talk that he might eventually uh, increase weight and fight across all these weight classes, which is something that makes him interesting. Yeah. But this guy just doesn't fight like anybody else in the UFC. Like he'll do like spinning roundhouse kicks and like if you ever played like Tekken or anything, you remember like yeah. Eddie Gordo or what was the guy's <laughs> name? Like he'd be uh, spinning yeah. around doing the uh, Brazilian dance fighting or whatever. No. This guy will yeah, be yeah. out there doing that. No. Is, he like, uh, yeah. is he like a guy out of blood sport? Yes, <laughs> yes. No, it's, it's, it, this guy is a badass. In this press conference, it was in Dublin, and the Irish love him, and basically stole the guy's belt, and he's just hand, holding up. And the I mean, it's literally like the loudest cheer that you've ever heard in your whole fucking. The place is going nuts. Literally, the floor could have caved on the place. It was going so nuts. And the guy just has 
Ireland, and soon to be, I think, if you can keep winning the UFC, the world by the balls. This guy is just like crazy. So I just want to mention that awesome sports moment. I saw that yesterday on that video. And again, I'm an Irishman, but the hair, the, the hair on my arms raised with like, <laughs> that fucking guy, what a stud. Uh, all right, let's go on to Zach. Uh, got my mitts and a fur burger. What do we think about him? The only guy that ranked him high or at all is Dogmatica. So Dogmatica is thinking that um, at least, not, if nothing else, the Titans starting quarterback for the season will be Zach. Uh, what he, was, he was the forgotten man by by the three of us. So. Well, I, th- I think they're going to be Mariota. I was, I, and well, I probably should have done that, but I, I, I kind of believe the same. Mariana. I believe the same thing too, because that's everything that I'm hearing now. Now that we're going to have another one of these one-two quarterback things, it's going to happen. <laughs> I, I, I don't. He um, has to do it. The coach has to do it. I think Mettenberger is an interesting guy. I mean, he's also a guy that's been riddled by injury. Uh, throughout his college career, and then you know, remember he couldn't play throughout the beginning uh, of the season, so that's he, what happens when you tear an RCL. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> I'm not talking like an, an Irishman. An RCL? <laughs> I'm not talking like a, an I think that's a dog. I think that's a dog tore an RCL. <laughs> <laughs> I tore my RCL. Oh my god! <laughs> I tore my RCL. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I heard about an RCL. Jesus Christ, I'm so glad he doesn't I got a, I got a running OCL. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to move on. Mettenberger. So Mettenberger, it's like, you know, like, here, here, if, if they do draft Mariota, it's one of those things, are they just going to throw Mariota in there right away? I would think that they would. Uh, but Mettenberger is, uh, he showed that he, he has some potential. He doesn't have any real weapons around him. And so that, it's just stunts the, the development of Justin Hunter and everybody else that's over there right now. Well, I mean, what do you got? So we'll talk about running backs next, but... Is Bishop Sankey? I mean, he was a, is he going to be someone that's going to be have a but much better season? I think we're, we're is all, everyone going to progress a little bit? They're all pretty young. We haven't. Uh, none of well, us have come to a consensus on Bishop Sankey. I think we are all in differing opinions I mean, on that got, guy. Right what now. if they do pull it together? They got the talent at the tight end. They got a couple of good wide receivers, and potentially we don't know yet. The thing they is, they don't have man. they don't have a difference maker in any position. They're all kind of guys. They're they might be talented, but none of them they've proven to be difference makers. You know, Justin Hunter, Kendall Wright, Harry Douglas, Delaney Walker, Bishop Sink, Nate Sean Washington, Reed, Dexter McCluster. It's a bunch of, it's Nate a bunch Washington of wide receivers. Just signed today in, uh, oh. in Texas, uh, uh, Houston. Oh, Houston. All right. All right. There's well, a couple long they're, touchdowns. They're that really Houston has to have an old wide receiver at all times. Well, or yeah, or, okay. Andre Johnson was gone. They had to fill that void. I like the guy. I like. I, like I think Nate Washington right now is just about as old as you can get. <laughs> he is about as old as you can get. But hey, hey he carved out the guy, the guy. The guy just quietly. He's like the Doug Baldwin of his era, which was uh, ten years ago. He's like the only guy who's <laughs> Doug Baldwin. Like, yeah, Doug Baldwin. How long Doug Baldwin been in the league? Four four years. Right. Nate Washington and oh, Doug Baldwin is is the Nate Washington of this generation. The, the forgotten guy that did gotcha. put up the Washington Washington is one of the gotcha. rare. <laughs> that was I didn't know where I was going that was with hard that. hard for me to add. I know. I tried to Because they're both still playing. But. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like some guy from 10 years ago. No. So, Remind me. Nate Washington is Another one of the one? rare guys in the NFL to actually play out a long-term contract. He didn't get cut during his five- or six-year deal whenever he signed. What does that tell you? Like, like, he's just... He's a... Consummate professional who, who's paid worth his value. Yeah, he's so like, good, yeah. good for him. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I think that's. I wish there's more people like that. I agree. I agree. Alex Smith, twenty sixth. Uh, 
Stag Party and Dog got him at 22. Houdini and D-Rex got him at 28. All right. Um, just, we don't need to talk about him too long. What are you liking about him? Um, you know, I think 22 is a good call. I mean, he's going to minimize risk. Uh, 18 touchdowns to 6 interceptions, so you're not going to lose points on on things he does. You know, he lost one fumble last year, so that's, you know, negative 8 points the guy gave up. But, uh... Right around 14 or 15 fantasy points a game. He'll throw for right around 200 yards a game. Um, and then he'll you know, give you that extra 30 to 40 yards rushing a game. Maybe a little. He was that, his rushing numbers were actually a little bit down last year. 254 yards rushing, yeah. Don't, don't you think they're going to do... I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. you, you don't you think they're going to do a little bit more, especially at the start of the season, Um a little bit of an effort to really pass it into the end zone and really do so more the passing. Wide receiver? No. Well, just just <laughs> anybody and everyone do more passing to set more things up for that round, the ground game that they have. Listen, this is why I don't like him as a number twenty-two type quarterback. He's no, he's he doesn't take risks. That's what he does well. He minimizes risk. He keeps you in games. He is the definition. If you want the perfect definition of a game manager, he's like. As good of a game manager as you can get, right? Because a game manager means you're not doing anything special. And Alex Smith does not do anything special. How about this? He has been a starter 10 years in the league. Only once has he thrown more than 20 touchdowns in a year. Oh, so, two years ago, right? Yes, two years ago. And that's so, with uh, Jamal Charles, like, scoring seven, seven 70 receptions for Jamal Didn't Charles. Didn't he have four or five in one game? Look, Receiving he, touchdowns? Yeah, 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 three or four or five, something like that. He had six. <laughs> Last year, Alex Smith had six that was games. Five, five catching six, touchdowns. And that was a playoff game. Six games last year. Less than fantasy 200 playoff. yards passing. How is that going to score you fantasy points? Yeah. So, and when you're only adding 254 total rushing yards, you're not adding what... what Less than maybe twenty, less than twenty yards a game. Well, it used to. Well, the year before that, you had four thirty-one. <laughs> yeah, four thirty-one. So, so still, it's it's still not a significant enough number. It was because two it, it's because he threw the more the twenty-some odd touchdowns that he threw that year. I think they're going to draft one of these uh, mid, uh, earlier, mid, later. Uh, what some sort of potential talent How about quarterback? This? He had nine games with one or fewer touchdown passes, and five games with none. Yeah. One, one sounds pretty good for Alex Smith. 18 on the season. He'll give you one touchdown a Five game. Five games with none. I know. But he'll Five pretty much give none. you one touchdown a game. No, no, no. no. 200 Here's yards. Here's the you, you, I'll give you the perfect comparison to a guy that used to do this uh, in the AFC in Baltimore, who we'll talk about shortly, Mr. Joe Flacco. Used to give you some of these horrible stinker games. You'd get four games where you'd throw no touchdowns. But then you would have four games where he scored 50 points. Yeah. Alex Smith is at the quarterback position. You need guys that are going to consistently give you 15 yeah. to 20 points. He barely scores over 20 points. Uh, what did he do? More than 20 fantasy points five times last year. Basically, it's basically a turd with some powdered sugar on it. I mean, a couple times. And the, those five games, six games per year for Smith, it's just a turd without he's, sugar. But they're not even he's that a great. 15 point bye week fill in. He's a safe play when you just need. If you need, if you just need to survive a bye week and you need ten points, go ahead. Have fun. All right, Alex Smith, twenty-five. I mean, sorry, Derek Carr, 
25. Everyone's pretty much uh, right around the point with them. Stags just at 23 with them. I'm 24. Houdini Dogger at 25. You know, I think a, a big uptick for him is if one of those wide receivers get taken by Oakland. Uh, I think... Which they should. I think which they should. I think in general... Because they have a bunch of guys at wide receiver. Rod Streeter, Andre Holmes, James Jones, yeah. you know, Kenbrell Tompkins. Well, it's great for them, too, because the Raiders are, are projected as the first team to take a wide receiver. And, you know, it's going to be Kevin White, just because, like, luckily it's, it's, not, luckily it's not it's a Darius Hayward Bay. But, you know, and, and I think it's, it's the best thing for Cooper, because if Cooper can fall to a better team, he's the guy that's more uh, pro-ready anyway. So it, it's a better advantage for him. That's cool. why Oakland should do it right for once and take the more pro-ready prospect, like they the safer pick, like they did last year with Khalil Mack. They should follow the same scheme and do the opposite of what they used to do back in the day. You know, I'm sorry. Did that work out for you? How'd that work? Did well, they win anything? Oh, oh. I'm starting to agree with you. And on the flip side of that, I would like to have uh, Mr. Kevin White on the Bears. I'd well, the thing is, you know, Amari Cooper went out on his pro day and ran a 4-3. Four, four so, he didn't... He topped his 4-4-2 four, four, combine number, and he hit 4-3. So, all the concerns about him not having top-end speed have totally been fucking erased. Good. You know, Love this it. guy, he's the complete package. He's a Chris Brown runner. He's safe. He's... Probably A.J. Green. I, I, I think if he ran that fast, he's, he, he's potentially better. Well, the all-around package is Blake Bortles' wife. Uh, and we've got Blake Bortles at number 24. Uh, volume. I, volume. I think I'm, I even read that they say that they, they could be going for one of those top guys. I read in a drain lock. Peter, uh, Peter um, King... Is, uh, Peter King? Well, <laughs> Who's the, that? His name? He, uh, I have no idea. King. The guy from uh, Sports Illustrated. Peter, Peter King? King? He's a moron. Yeah, that's fine. Peter King, don't make it sound like I'm I'm, I'm good at screwing up names, but I read this guy's <laughs> stuff. He, he didn't say Dr. Z. Yeah. <laughs> God bless his soul. Guy was awesome. One of my favorite NBA uh, guys ever. Dr. Z? No, Dr. Z, you're right. He's Dr. Z. Who's my guy? Who's the guy that just died last year from uh, um, the NBA? I'll remember him. Sorry. Uh, he died? Yeah, he was, his name was the doctor. Anyway, Dr. J? Dr. Z, Sports Illustrated. He would pick the games, and yeah. I remember that guy. Didn't he live in Highland Park or Glencoe? I don't know. I, I think Dr. Z was the Glencoe guy. Although you were mentioning basketball, so we'll oh. make our basketball thing. Uh, hearts go out to uh, Mr. Crazy Suit Craig Sager. Who's uh, sick again? Sick again? Yeah, man. Shit. Horrible. That sucks. Horrible. Doubles. 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 Let's see. You got. You got. You got. Doubles. 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 All right, so Bortles, um, I think there's a lot of weaponry. Obviously, they stocked up on three pieces of talent last year. Blackman, we talked about at length. Uh, you've got, now you got Orange Julius there. Uh, who knows what, what's going to happen with the running back position. It's got to be something. But if they'll not, doesn't... draft one. Second they will, round. Yeah, they'll draft one pretty early, and that's good. But doesn't that help? Uh, if they draft one early and they re- rely on a rookie running back, it means they're just going to be like Bortles this year. You're going to be throwing around a lot. And... Uh, I think that's a great thing for him. 
They're just going to be let them throw it a lot. They let them throw it a lot last year. I mean, Jaguars throw it more than anybody in the league almost, you know, and they're not very good at it. So you're just counting on volume. And the thing is, he's got so many weapons that you just don't know where it's going to go. Because he's got a talented Marquise Lee, who was a Bolitnikoff winner. He's got, you know, Allen Robinson. He's got Allen Hearns. And each of these guys... And made, now he's got Julius Thomas. Each of these guys made an impact at some point last season. Right. And you got Julius Thomas, who's, what, two seasons in a row with 12 touchdown receptions? Right. Well, and, not, not like that's going to necessarily translate. But the thing is, you're right. He is surrounded by great talent. Now... They're also, if only they could block. Jack, well, well, but Jacksonville's in a situation where they, they know what, where they're at. They're a young team that's trying to develop. They're trying to... So they finally started putting all these guys together, put the pieces in place. They just want to see growth, right? So you're not necessarily expecting it to all of a sudden all gel, but you want to know... They're going to know by the end of this year who are the guys that we're going to keep going forward with and who are the guys that we got to cut off and, and leave behind. You know who else wants to see growth? The girlfriend that I don't have. <laughs> Alrighty, <laughs> I am like done with Blake Bortles. Let's go on to uh, uh, Dead Arm Andy Dalton. Speaking about uh, I, I, wants to like, see something. If grow. we're talking, if we're talking about you know Andy Dalton, it's like Alex Smith version 2.0, like Alex Smith version Ginger. Like but no, but he's actually Andy Dalton. Give him at least a little bit of credit. You know, he it's only last year that he had it himself his. Alex Smith type season where he threw 19 touchdowns. But that's just what it's going to be from now on. He threw 33 touchdowns the year before, 27 in his second year, and he threw 20 as a rookie. So by no means is he Alex Smith. He's better than Alex Smith. Now he's in a horrible horrible offense for him right now. And and right now, I think that he's he's high-end Alex Smith right now, although although he he throws the interceptions with Alex Smith doesn't. So this was the big difference, you know. You had a guy who was plus as a rookie. He was plus seven touchdowns to interceptions. Was uh, Dalton second year plus eleven, third year plus thirteen. Last year plus two. So that that's where it all goes. You think with you know the number of attempts you know plummeting by what a uh, hundred and three that his efficiency would have been through the roof, sort of in the Tony Romo mold. It just didn't happen, and that's what's this conjur- concerning about this guy. And he'll have those games where he just looks like. A guy who's never played the position before. Like, he had a Monday night game where he did what? Like, threw four picks and, like, had 60 yards passing? I feel like whenever I watch him, he is terrible. It's like, I don't watch the Bengals enough because I, I don't really, didn't really have too many other players, but I feel like when I'm sitting down and he's warming up, I'm just looking at the guy and I'm like, all right, is this going to be. And he plays. And you know who just, he is? It's just garbage. He's not, you know, he's the Red Rifle. He's like the Red Rider BB gun. You'll shoot your eye out, yeah, kid. Yeah, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. I'm going to shoot um, my liver out. <laughs> How do people go to college for seven years? I know. They're called doctors. Oh, that has to be. <laughs> I will give Andy Dalton a smidge of credit. He did have a career-high completion percentage. And he played a lot without A.J. Green. With 17 That's for sure. And a lot and without Marvin, Marvin Jones. Jones out the whole season. I hear you. So, you know, Muhammad Sanu is your top target? Really? No Tyler Eifert for most of the season? So then you got one of the you know, worst, least efficient tight ends in the league and Jermaine Gresham as your starter. 
That's true. So, it's true. So he's a guy that literally is, is when I'm targeting a backup that I, you know is going to be the starter they're not, unless they draft something. No, they're not drafting something. He's getting the opportunities where this is a guy that's a good backup because no matter what, if your guy goes down, he might be crappy, but it's got to be better than it was. I don't have uh, the strength of schedule uh, off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure that it, uh, their strength of schedules. Um, Favorable. I might be pulling that out of my ass. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> might be. Might might be just working from this conversation, and I'm lying. I sound like a politician. Uh, Robert Griffin the third, twenty two. Cincinnati has a terrible strength of schedule. Terrible. One of the third 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 hardest. Okay. Right when I said well, it, I'm like, it's either very high or very low. You're always <laughs> in a tough spot when you're in that division. That a- the a- AFC North is brutal. I mean. Cleveland, as much as they're not a good offensive team, they have a good defense. Yeah, yeah and Joe Hayden, just, you know, yeah. shut down guy who's pretty much held AJ Green down in his career. They're kind of their kryptonite. I mean, in that game, and then you get Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Okay, well, the, Pittsburgh is, is down from where they were. But. Yeah, Pittsburgh has kind of had a little bit of peak and valley on their defense. That's why their offense has become such a juggernaut because they got to score points. Oh so, yeah, they didn't do. Dick LeBeau quit midseason and didn't he just take a defensive coordinator job? No, he didn't quit. They there was a mutual parting of ways. I think he he's not even a defensive coordinator. I think he's yeah, he a like special he assistant. Yeah, or well, he is what ninety seven like years old. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, he's, he he might be older than the steel curtain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was my uh, old person joke. RG three, I like it. That was good. <laughs> that was pretty good. You're impressive. Um, RG three. Uh, what are, are your thoughts? Did I, they? I, I'm a hater on him. Apparently, I, I'm 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 low. Uh, high man. He's 27th for me. I'm at 21. You're at 21. And dogs. I am 18. Uh, so I mean, let's not talk about him too much. Easy so strength of schedule. I mean, the, playing in that division is. You know, pretty last. Let me ask a question to you guys, because this is the biggest thing for me. I, I, I know he's got the skills to be a good quarterback. You know he's got the talent to be able to do some crazy things and score some crazy fancy points. But the question I have for you guys is, what have you seen from this guy off the field or any type of maturity? Because he's also a guy who throws all of his coaches and everybody else under a bus. He's never at fault. And you're a leader of a team. He's basically... The another version of a Jay Cutler, so that's where I'm seeing it. I tell me why I, I, I shouldn't think that way. I mean, we're still talking about you know almost low end backups at this point. We're talking about you know the number twenty two quarterback on our, on our rankings and a guy who, if he put it together, you know, is a huge lottery ticket. Agreed. If you're going to sort of bet on a guy at this point, RG3 is a good lottery ticket because the numbers, you know, in the background that he put together. His coach just, hates him. I mean, I'm just, there's just so many things, though, that they tell me. Still gotta be I understand starter. it's a lottery ticket, but to me, it's a losing lottery ticket. It's like playing the lottery. Goes, it, good luck. But sometimes when you hit, you hit. I mean, yeah, going, I, I'm, I'm thinking that he's just one that's not going to hit, though, is what I'm telling you. The thing I mean, is, he you. was close to the number one scorer, you know, two seasons ago. You just kind of think that maybe a light will click, and suddenly there's this three-touchdown game. And if he's sitting on your bench, uh, throwing this three-touchdown game... He's sitting on the waiver wire while I have a bell Now the vet? You take dead animals to the vet? Why not? Take you to the vet. Yeah, I'll take you to the... Got that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Who do you he's drinking a lighter tone for himself than usual? Valverde's Stone IPAs. Uh, D-Rex has got some Anchor IPAs. Uh, Stag Party's Brewery rocking the monster. And Stag Party's going locale monster in a uh, in a cardigan sweater. <laughs> Back off the cardigan. I like it. <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's like you're, you're your, 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 your announcement was to me like you watched the uh, ever seen the comedy Bang Bang on IFC. Comedy show. Uh, Scott Ackerman and Reggie Watts. Have you ever seen nope. that? No. So all the things that you're listening would be like, if I was the guest, it would be like, Houdini comes in a Columbia uh, pullover. You know? It's nice. Like a stag party in a, in a cardigan, uh, from cardigan sweater. That's like, that's that's how all the... What? All the this is on IFC? Yeah. All right. Okay, check it out. So all comedians go on there. So like, I just, you know, like Lonely Island. Uh, uh, Lonely Island's a comedian? That's the Sam, Andy Samberg and three guys that do all the videos and stuff. Zach Galifianakis, Ty Burrell from Modern Family yeah, was okay. on one. But, uh, yeah, that's good. I like it. With that, that's our uh, sponsor little, little for the podcast tonight. Um, all right, RG3, I agree with you. He's a guy you can get super late if by chance he's the day one starter and all of a sudden things are looking good again. They got the talents, another year with a new coach. Maybe it just gels and he's doing the right stuff. Uh, one thing I will say is that players that are re- recently retired, that played with them, that have been traded, still say the media is kind of bullshit about how uh, he's a bad locker room guy. People are trying to throw him under the bus. He's definitely you know, Snyder's guy, which probably irks some of the players that the owner's got a right-hand man. But he's a good teammate. He's a good guy. He's just had a bad run and some injuries. And there's a lot of media if stuff. If only RG3 could it. not talk to the media, I would feel better about drafting the guy. I agree. And that's I, want him, I really want him. I want him to shave his head. I just want to see those those, but those, you those, what those the, dreads. Just yeah. shave your head. You and need it doesn't look. You need a brand image change. I, I, that I, just need, I just need a change. I need I, like I, a I want to say more. I want to go more on what you're saying, Stags. Like, just I wish he could learn to talk to the media because this is one of those things that you, with all the talent in the world, you at this position in the NFL, with all the scrutiny, with all the attention, you need to be able to talk to the media. And this is one of those things why I think, and I'm believing in the chances for success for Jameis Winston. He knows how to talk to the media. He's comfortable. He's savvy. He's he's not you know he's done so many stupid idiotic things. I, every time I, I, I well, Jimbo I, said it's a character assassination. But come on, after that pro day, he was dancing on us, which is fun. Amen to him. He's getting interviewed by Mayock and the guys on NFL Network, and he's like he's he's doing when I move, you move, and he's like doing ludicrous uh, lines. Amen. He's 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 being himself, which is fun. But let's not let's not let's not say that. I, I agree. I think he's a heady guy, and I, I love him when he's talking Jam Jemias. But I think that RG3 still has that sort of stuff, but he's now at a point where he's on the defensive. That's, that's, he's on the defensive where it's all like last time you talked to the media that I remember, he was saying, hey, it was hard for Brady and, and Manning. Like basically trying to well, it's, keep it's always himself right. He's been there now for – it's already been three years now. He's – and he's rookie he, of the year. And he has a contentious. Playoff, he he playoff obviously game. has a pretty contentious uh, relationship with the media in, in the DC area and, and uh, that greater area. So that's a problem. And and again, if you either have to embrace it, do all the things that are right. And he just, it's always little things. It's like he he's almost like Derrick Rose. Yeah. It's like God. Yeah. Who is managing you? Would you? Would you? Why would you say this? Right. Why are you not in lockstep with everybody else? in parallel. It's very very true. And they, they speak the truth in their mind, 
And sometimes that 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 can that can trip up on you. And I, I agree. That's a great correlation. And just so you guys know, the real reason why I want to uh, have him cut his dreads is because then maybe I want to eat Subway. <laughs> um, all right, Nick Foles changes scenery over in St. Louis now. Um, Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping. She's come back in an hour. Housekeeping, you want towels? Her towels need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want them for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. Housekeeping, you want me to jerk you off? What kind of hotel is this? <laughs> oh, it's you. Good morning, sunshine. Hey, guess what? I just called Auto Tech, and they decided to make an order. So according to my calculations, that puts us over the mark. We did it? We did it. Yes! Oh, Richard, I'm so happy. Hold me. Yikes. Don't run away from your feelings. Nick Foles, what's the uh, what's the prognosis on, on Mr. Nick uh, with the situation? They're another team that... Hi, Dr. People, Nick. Yeah, people keep on saying that they're another team that could go Devonta Parker, get one of those talented wide receivers, even a little bit later. Uh, you know, what, what ha there's a lot of weaponry there. I like it. I mean, I like it where, right where he is. I mean, I do think he's a 20 guy, but again, for a, a quarterback taking a late round flyer on him so he's a backup for your bye week or if your guy goes down, the volume and opportunity sits there. I'll sit here and uh, sit here with you guys and say, look, last year I was higher on Nick Foles, expecting a lot out of him and Chip Kelly's offense. Um, we, we've seen. Com Looks like you still year. are. You're the highest right now with us. You're 17. I'm 19. On Foles. Stags, yeah. yeah, is 24. And Dogs. So you're you're you're, here's, you're still here, high. Yeah, I am high. And here's why I am because Again? you look at what Sam high? always. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Imagine> <laughs> that. <laughs> no always. <laughs> Stop this. Guys, <laughs> so you 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 look at at Nick Foles and you say, well, well, what Sam Bradford was doing in this offense when healthy, and he was actually being somewhat successful. So a lot of young talent, never and everything else out there. He is still young. This is a. I look at him as a situation that could develop nicely. It's going to be. He's never going to be a top ten guy this year. So at seventeen, I look at him as yeah, he's a guy as a backup that I think has potential to be. Maybe up to move himself up to number twelve by the end of the season, but he's never going to blow your doors off. It also depends on how well do all those receivers respond up there. How good does Brian Quick come back after surgery? Um, you know, because he's going to be limited coming back at the beginning of the year. So they've got other guys, and they're going to they're going to they're going to add something to right. the draft. I mean, you need. You need to add something else. What are the how are they deal with Tavon? Year, it's not Tavon Austin, dude, but they need somebody. The thing is. There's no you, that Tavon Austin was a wasted pick. Swing and a miss. <laughs> That's one of the biggest draft busts in recent memory. I agree. And you can sit there and say they're not using him correctly. They're not using him like you know the Jets use Percy Harvin or you no know, the Vikings used to use Percy Harvin or or anything like that. But the thing is, it just turns out that this guy might be a gimmick player, and it is what it is. And you know he's small, and he's stuck in the slot. And I like, like the tangent. Stags drank a little bit too much of that monster drink, I think. 
I'm gonna eventually bring it full circle. It's a circle. <laughs> I just don't see it. Any these monster drinks get him fired up. They do. I love it. I don't see. You know what he's gonna say to you in a second? Pick up, cause I'll come over there and jam an oar up your ass. <laughs> I just might. I just might. The thing is, why? I don't. Where's the difference maker? You know, even Trey Mason, when he was at the peak last year, didn't look like a true difference maker. He didn't look like the Eric Dickerson of this version of the Rams, or you know. Even, you know, closer, uh, Steven Jackson, he didn't look like that type of player. So, where is the difference maker coming from in this offense? Because Nick Foles himself is not a difference maker. You know, he was a product of the system with better talents around him. And he's probably going to end up being a guy who throws almost as many touchdowns as interceptions. So, why? I just don't like him. No. He's no. got that fucking face. Like, you look at him and you just want to punch him in the fucking face. You look so stupid. <laughs> I love you and Mon- You on Monster is great. If this is you on Monster Drinks, I literally want to see you on Maui. Did <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? Know, I know. literally it's like you just smoked a, a, a three-footer and a, a, a half a bottle we gotta, of whiskey. We, gotta, we, have to, we have to experiment. Two sips of the Monster. We have to it's it's awesome. our, our next video cast or whatever we're calling them we should just do like stags on on monster stags on molly stags on perfect drink <laughs> stags on like just 20 minutes 20 minutes of, of will you do it <laughs> we'll, we'll beer bong a, a couple monsters for the first one we'll slowly ease into it you'll be on the walter white blue shit by like the the end of the season cool all right. If you're buying. Like, all right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're buying. Yeah. We're buying. All right. Amen. We'll you buy you fly. purple drink is cheap. We buy you fly. Suddenly I'm not talking anymore. I love it. Uh, all right. I'm shaking by myself. Carson Palmer. We all, I, you got him stags at 20. I got him at 22. Uh, Houdini's at 23. Dogmatic's at 13. Lot, who, who, who knows what to see there? 17 for Doug. Sorry, did I say 13? 13. 17. Um, you know, Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer. Look. 11 touchdowns last season, three interceptions. You know, so he had great How many run. games? Not running. runner. <laughs> that's one of the things he's that's getting old, dude. He is, he's is an old, good. Look, he was an old Six man games. when he first got to, to, uh, to Oakland. Was How we parlayed like, that extension before last a year ago. Unbelievable. <laughs> he's a genius. <laughs> you remember, he was a guy that was going to retire from football. Well, that he was, was, yeah, that, that, was, was no, that was a boy. I know, I know. That was leverage. He was saying it. He was saying it. So here's the point. Carson Palmer is a guy, as you said, he is not mobile in, in the in, under center at all. So inside the pocket, he's a sitting duck. We see him now where he's, you know you take some shots. The, the good news is that you know, well, okay, I'll, let me stay on the bad news first. You have an Larry Fitzgerald who's aging, but at least you have like okay, so he's steady for what he is. Michael Floyd. We really don't know. He's kind of an enigma for what he is. You got John Brown who's the speedster. Arian's offense still usually allows you to air the ball out, but the problem is for him to air the ball out means he's sitting under the center for a long time. And if he's sitting in the pocket for that long, I'm worried that he's going to get injured again. That is a concern. But just from a pure stat, like looking at this guy last year, he was putting up some numbers. He was dropping dimes like... uh, Every single game he played in, except for one, he threw two touchdowns or more. 
So he threw 11 touchdowns in pretty much five games. Uh, the sixth against St. Louis, one of the best defenses during that stretch, uh, threw for 241 yards and an interception. But every other game besides that scored 16.1 fantasy points or more. And, you know, as soon as he got comfortable in this offense in year two, he pretty much thrown, you know, over 20 uh, touchdown passes every season of his career. Yeah, but over um, 20 is, I want to see, if I want to be quality for where Carson Palmer was trajecting to be when he came out, how many 30-yard touchdown seasons does this guy have? One. How many 40-yard touchdowns? None. 40-yard, 40 touchdowns. So that's the problem, you know. He's... He is what he is, and he's older now, so he's coming off of injury. And he's so, a bit of a game manager right? in a different way because he'll manage the game, take a little bit of risk. He's well, the upper is, echelon of game managers. Let's, 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 me, get, don't get me wrong. No, I want to I go. Let's, let's have a, a real juxtaposition conversation about him. This is why I have him lower than a guy like Nick Foles, and we'll move on, is because I like the, the youth and the upside versus – the I know I might get this, but I'm worried about it breaking before it before it ends. Palmer, I think I'm staying away from him now. If yeah, I mean if, Adrian, if they get Adrian Peterson, how does that help Palmer? I'm staying away from him. that. That Play knee, action that knee, that Michael Floyd. He's got a nice hotel, but it's been around for a long time. It's kind of yeah, old. He might yeah. He might be. He's the kind of guy that could easily, if, if things aren't going well, gets banged up. He could retire. I'm telling you right now, and then this is even what he was saying. When he was BSing and doing the leverage uh, before, when he was on the Bengals, he basically said, "I've got a hundred million in the bank." That's a quote. Oh, oh rookie That's deals. a quote of his. I've got a hundred million in the bank. I don't need the money. He just got another what forty million dollars. If this guy things aren't going on well this offseason, and I could almost say it's going to happen either this year or next, he's going to retire. Uh, all right, let's go on. Joe Flacco. We talked about him already, so let's just keep it brief. I'm at 20 with him. Stags is uh, the highest at 16. Guys, I got 80 million in the bank. Calm down. <laughs> all right, Where, why are you wearing that cardigan? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was Palmer's actual quote. He 80? didn't say okay. 80. Come on, 80. I thought I it was 100. I apologize. Right now, it's 110. <laughs> Like, what is this? Where does this dude live? Like, do a walk- search right now. You know my celebrity <laughs> net worth. Do Carson Palmer net worth and go to celebrity. So where network. does Carson Palmer live that he has eighty billion in the bank when his contract was like eighty million coming out? He lives in Arizona. Don't you know <laughs> Arizona is the cheapest real estate in, cheap. in the world? I talked to a couple. Why the fuck do you live here? Because then? there are so many people also that foreclosed up in Arizona. It was ridiculous. And there's so much land. I went. I yeah. was in uh, the Turks one time, Turks and Caicos, and I talked to a couple. I'll make this quick. That was like, we. What are you doing? Got befriended them, had a drink with them. They're like, we are traveling the world to find our retirement home, and uh, literally. Two years of traveling the world, everywhere, Hawaii, Fiji, they were doing everything. I don't know, this guy must have had money. Uh, I asked him, I'm like, so where are you guys going? They're basically like, I think we're going to Arizona. (laughs) They're they're like, we can spend half as much and have a seven-car garage, a pool that's bigger than Rick Ross's. Are they, they, was it Kingman or? uh... I have no idea where they're thinking, but they literally said out of the world, they said friggin' Arizona. Chandler, Arizona. Couldn't believe the it. place to retire. All right, let's go quick, Flacco, and let's move on because we, we're we're Flacco, okay, we're halfway through. Flacco, okay, used to be the through. guy that gave you all the dud games. 
he really doesn't give you as many dub games anymore. He had two games last year that were under 10 fantasy points. But otherwise, he still had a, uh, you know, a breakout game where he had the five-touchdown game against Tampa Bay. He had a four-touchdown uh, when that was in the playoffs. You know, a three-touchdown game against Carolina on their tough defense. So it's like he's – the problem for me with, with Flacco now is, though, who's left to throw to you? Now, you lost Torrey Smith. You got an older Steve Smith. What do you got left on that roster? Who's – you know, Kamir Aiken, is this what what the answer is going to be? Marlon Brown, Brown? No. is this what the answer is going to be? Is this is you know, back? He's going to have his. Is that really the again. answer? I mean, on, yeah. Now it's it's, it's Pitta might be back, but is Pitta's hit back? No. Is Pitta's hat? Is it back in the socket? Yeah. Is the real question. Here's the thing I would say about when I say when I look at Flacco. He's a guy that we where we have him right now. He's a guy that is going to have very little plus or minus move to where he goes. I mean. Plus, he's, he had his best statistical season last year with Gary Kubiak. Who's and going? Now he gets more Tressman. New system, though. I know. Like it's tough. It's tough. Teddy Bridgewater, number eighteen. Uh, you know, obviously ten they just straight got... games with a touchdown pass to end the year. You know, uh, five of those he had, or four of those he had two, and those were all in the last six games. Ultimate teammate coming in, Mike Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> a match but, made in heaven. But a growth of of of, of Chris Johnson. Uh, it's still better Charles than Greg Johnson. Jennings for at least a year, right? I agree. And they got Charles Johnson and Patterson a year ago. Right now, Patterson was a top fifteen wide receiver. For the us. hottest thing since sliced bread. Yeah, uh, that was Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's Bridgewater. A lot of unknowns. Let's see what happens with Adrian Peterson. This is the kind of thing we'll be taught. Bridgewater is the kind of player in this list that we will be talking and dissecting a lot over the course of the next months because he is a guy that easily, if everything's working out and favorable in the draft and all, he could be sliding, he could be moving up. Definitely for me because the opportunity's there and I don't know. Let, let me ask you this. Doesn't it seem like to, to you, or it seems like it to me, when they went out and they absorbed Mike Wallace's contract, though, that they're basically saying, we're not keeping Adrian Peterson. Because you're going to have all that money invested into those two guys, but you don't have offense? to pay a quarterback, so why not? Remember, I know the quarterbacks I, I, where I, all I, your I, money I, goes. I know, I know, I know, and and he's on the rookie deal. You know, that's all fine and dandy. Patterson's I'm, still on a lower deal. He's going to stay there from what happened. But I mean, Minnesota cap situation is fine. They got nothing to worry about. I'm just about saying. There. I'm just saying. The only thing they got to worry about is if, that their stadium gets no. But if you if, if they're able to pull, <laughs> yeah, well, that's true too. But, but if they, if they, that's the Cubs. They can pull off a nice deal for yeah, Adrian Peterson right now, and that's what they should do as an organization because you're not going to win a championship right now, and Adrian Peterson needs to be on a championship caliber team right now. Yeah, I I completely agree. I think we all I think we we talked about it on our video that we recorded earlier that I mentioned earlier in the podcast. We think Adrian Peterson's gone. I think that. If that happens, I think that's great because I do like McKinnon. We like Asiata, the, the bow garter. I think it's a better situation. I don't like Asiata. That's uh, a no, fucking lie. No, we don't, <laughs> we don't like him, but it's fine. It, we don't like him. But I think it's serviceable right there. I don't, we don't like him at all. I but I think it helps. I think it helps Bridgewater. AP's gone. Well, no, I, I, I think that they make a deal either right before the draft or during the draft. And I believe, believe me, they're drafting a running back. Yeah. And they're going to go, you know, and they might go hard 
after I Gurley, yeah, yeah. Gurley. That would be the guy that I would. It would make sense to but me. He, they're saying he's not guaranteed to play week one. That's the I only know. Issue I understand. Though. You're Minnesota. You're not guaranteed thinking that you're winning anything right now, and you're probably going to try to get multiple draft picks. The only thing you're guaranteed is like that you're better than the Bears. But you need a guy is like Gurley running uh, soon. Did he run on a pro day? Is he doing no, that? It's, soon? it's not till May. He won't be able to run until after this. The whole thing. It's not. Until, everything's not until after. It's I know it's red flag. Homer. Homer. But if you're, you, you ever known an alarm to be a good thing? Look, you're, you're going to be if you're <coughs> Minnesota and you're able to get him where you can get him. And if you make a trade <coughs> with Peterson and you acquire three extra draft picks, then yes, you grab him because it's a perfect guy to pair with Jarek McKinnon. He's a guy who can run inside the tackles. I love it. I love it. Okay, I'm going to say something. Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick, my ex boy. Dog Manica has him ranked number 12. He's trying to shock the world. Uh, I, I got him at 18. But no, you got him at 18, Stag Party. I've got him at 16. Who do you need down at 24? Dog Manica seeing something that you're not. My 24 is, I've had him for the last two years. Yeah. And I know what kind of hot garbage this guy is. It's, a, 24, it's a 24 mark. Oh, and Tory Smith is supposed to like all of a sudden get me hot and, hot and wet? No, no. Kurt Warner's supposed to get you hot and wet. Because <laughs> <laughs> you like old balls, you know? <laughs> for you two, I think it's in San Francisco, it's the Castro that'll get you two guys hot. No offense, but if I sent a picture of your mom to some of my buddies at school, she'd definitely be boner of the month. <laughs> Good video for Castro for you too. Um, all right, Colin Kaepernick. We don't even need to talk about him. If he, that team's if they a mess. Let him run. He'll be okay. Their defense isn't even better. That's it. If Kaepernick's running, I think he's going to be a better passer. I think his I, weapons. I think are, he's going to be a worse passer. Their defense is going to be horrible. They're going to be playing from behind. He's going to start forcing some crap at Torrey Smith, and it's going to get ugly when he realizes, oh, Torrey doesn't fight for balls. I don't disagree with that, but I will say this: one one season after opening Levi Stadium, state of the art, huge money. I mean, think about how a team. Hopefully, it works out for them. Everyone knows I'm a Niner fan through and through. It's my my squad. Bears Eight people just left the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but the truth is. I mean, they just blew it up one year after. Usually, you're trying to build a whole system. So when you have, they you know, pull the Everyone, I, I've got, I know a number of people, probably about four that are season ticket holders. There, they're all one out. A lot of them like the the Harbaugh factor, and they're all like, "Oh God, what a waste of money!" This this medallion, it's medallions. It's like being a cab driver. Yeah, extra PSL or whatever you got by that yeah. that seat license before you can do anything, before you can even buy tickets. True. Uh, Isn't that the on. biggest scam that they ever came up with in sports? It's well, you know, I know it, it's it sucks because that's the only way. And think about how they what they screwed people were is all the people who used to weld their tickets down to somebody else. Now the only way that you can do that is by owning a personal seat license. If you don't own a PSL and you own season tickets and you pass away, you can't give them to anybody else. Crazy. Oh, and yet the taxpayers. Probably paid for half the stadium. No, of course they're not going to any of those games. Um, all right, the Jay Cutler, number sixteen. I don't want to talk about him. To be honest, <laughs> I don't want to. We already kind of have Cutler. People are always kind of like, you guys are always talking about the Bears. All right, we're not talking about the Bears tonight. Uh, Philip Rivers. You already made mention of him. We're not talking about him right now on Cutler. <laughs> Whenever we talk about him, is all we're talking about. <laughs> 
There's no, there's no backup quarterback for this team. We've talked about seven Houston Texans already. We've got Jimmy Clausen. We, we haven't even talked about one Chicago Bear quarterback. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Phillip Rivers. He's at 15. Uh, stag party. High on him. We've uh, got a lot of differing opinions on Phillip Rivers. What? Oh. Just tell us, and then... You'll we'll, rebut we'll me? You'll no, rebut me? No, no. Then we'll, then we'll, uh, what's your reasoning for liking him right now? Without saying the same thing that he said on the podcast last week. It's our... It's our... Adrian Peterson? Try 150 of these things, bastard. Hey, I don't throw qualifiers at you. It's like, don't don't say the same thing you said last week. Hang on, hang on. You're not the one asking questions. You got seven seconds to get your mind in order. It's called reading. Top to bottom, left to right. Group words together as a sentence. Take Tylenol for any headaches. Might offer any cramps. Shut up. Shut up. Even with a ruptured disc or whatever in your back, you know, he finishes a top 12 quarterback. So, uh, they're going to let him throw it. It doesn't matter who to, it seems like. he He's one of those guys who does a lot with nothing. Do you see them in this draft really adding to help him? Yes. Where? They have to. I mean... It could be a, you know, a receiver. It could be, you know, a running back. But it seems like they're going to focus. That they focus in free agency on their offensive line. So now they know skill position. We've got one year left to this guy, and he's already talking like, oh, I might be trying to slide out of here. So this is what you do to keep LeBron in town. You try to sign players to keep LeBron in town, and let's then he not, goes. Let's to- not try and parallel. LeBron, he's pretty good at, at, at calling a spade a spade. Uh, you know, he's comparing the right guy to the right guy. You're comparing LeBron to Rivers. Settle down, fella. Why? He's not LeBron. LeBron's the best athlete, probably, other than of the last 15, 20 years. Rivers isn't even on the list. Okay, you, sir. Mr. Callahan, I need your John Hancock on these reports. John Hancock. It's Herbie Hancock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should have opened and closed with Herbie Hancock. I know. Oh, you surround your franchise player, whatever sports he oh, might be, it. with other talent. He's more likely to stay. That's it. No question. And I, hey, I like Rivers. You just, you're just pretty high on him. I like Rivers. I agree with you. They're, they lost Royal, who's been over the previous two seasons. Much more serviceable and high volume than you would have ever imagined. Um, Allen's got a lot to prove. Gates, we talked about, is getting old as hell. Green has not taken the next step forward. Never taken the next step. So they need to get him some talent. They don't have a running back right now. It's Brandon Oliver. God bless his soul. Um, We're trying to get an interview with him for Mo. Brandon, if you're out there, we love you, baby. We do love you. All right. uh, Let's move on to Sammy Bradford. We already really talked about him a bunch, but let's... No, we're spending the next half hour talking about Sam Bradford. Great system. (laughs) Let's hope he doesn't get injured. Holy crap, that guy had such a better contract than the number one overall pick a year after him, Cam Newton. It's ridiculous, $71 million. And the fact that he gets traded and still... There are certain players. We just talked about Carson Palmer. There are certain players that just are... People want to throw their friggin' money at him. We owe it to the Native Americans. He is part Native American. He is. 
So well, we owe a lot to that. Now, I don't want to say that in jest. No, I'm not either. That's what I'm saying. You know what? They're not. They, 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 I, he deserves it to, to rob us for all. Rob the NFL for all the money. Fair they enough. I hope he's I like living that. in like a, a territory so he's not getting taxed for all that money. He has a casino too. I hope so. I hey, I just want I him would. to play, and I want I want to see what he can do because. You've heard it could the be thing. special. The, the, yeah, he is a special player. The the the, the, the upside the, here is huge. I with the draft coming around, there's a lot of talking heads saying a lot of stuff, but still, they're saying Sam Bradford of the last ten years is the second best recruit. So, you know, some players say other not recruits uh, prospect, draft prospects prospect, yeah. other than Locke mm-hmm. over the last ten years, just coming out. He's had the injuries or whatever, but the talent, all the signs and all the things are there. The luck hasn't been. I think we all agree. No pun Indian, intended, by the way. Yeah, Indian from Oklahoma, whatever it is, uh, aside, we hope he gets a full crack at it to earn some of that fucking money. That would be great. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be nice. Plus, I'd so, I, I like Chip Kelly, so I kind of want to see Chip Kelly stick it to people. And, like, if Sam Bradford goes out and, like, puts up a 70, like, completion percentage and throws for 4,500 yards and, like, 30 TDs with 10 picks, he's just going to sit there and laugh hysterically. And I want to see that as a fan. Like, mm-hmm. because Chip Kelly feeding his ego is, you know, one of the main storylines of this offseason. It's made it exciting, and it's made, like, every day a new sort of... You know, captivating, you know, show. I'll say this. Of all the guys we've talked about, and obviously we're going backwards down, but I think the next, we're about to get into drafted, drafted, these are starters. Yeah. Sam Bradford, if he's sitting there available in round 10, I don't know where I'll take my quarterback yet. If he's there in 10 or 12, and I, looking at at the landscape, and I'm, I'm covered in other places, he is a risk that I'm willing to, to roll the dice on. No question about it. Because he's the kind of guy that could be, uh, I mean, I'm I, I, I spacing an example. My, Wilson. Last year I got Wilson in the 11th round. And I had taken in that same draft Stafford, I think, in the 4th. I traded Stafford. Look, look. I, it, don't you have to realize, look, in this offense of Chip Kelly's, look what it did for Jimmy Macklin last year. What did it do for Deshaun Jackson the year before? What does that do for the guy who's throwing the quarterback to him? What did it do for Nick Foles when he was in that offense as a starter when he threw 27 touchdowns and one interception? It's good for you. So it's and he's, and he's a quick system. And he's a quick hit, short pass, high uh, completion percentage guy. Similar offense he's he's in college too. There's like not too much getting hit. Remember, there's a big difference between between playing on Philadelphia now or five years ago or ten years ago or literally 13 years ago in Philadelphia. If Sam Bradford had been in Philadelphia the whole time instead of over in, in, in yeah. with the Rams, when you're playing with the Rams, you got shitty teams. Mostly, he's on, kind of he's on the run. He's getting crushed. What? They're always on the field because their defense sucks. It, he was in the worst place. You their could offense is is, is unintelligible. The it's unintelligible. You can look at that offense. And you go, what are you doing? I don't even understand what the semblance and what they were doing. Bradford, what position is Talon Austin playing? The, 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 <laughs> he's acting more as a running back at 170 pounds. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, 
That's the kind of guy you can roll your dice on as a, as your second quarterback taken. And, and there's a great possibility if the stars align and he can stay healthy that you are trading your first ranked uh, or drafted quarterback for something great that you might need and a hole you didn't fulfill in your draft. That's the way you win championships. Yep. That second quarterback being your starter and being a top five, top seven guy and the high draft pick. You know, getting out early on a mistake. All right, Ryan Tannehill, um, 13. I got him at 12. Stags at 15. Who do you need at 14 and 15? So we're all in the right zone. We all like this guy. Um, I'm gonna admit, I agree. I don't. I, I don't want to have him be my starter, my number one guy. I love him as my backup, but I think he's gonna be a high. I think he's a, you know a, he's gonna be a, a nine, eight, seven round pick, right? Yeah, he should be because look. You lost Spent Mike Wallace me, as much as Mike backup. Wallace is a cancer. You you didn't replace him with anyone that's a legitimate. Um, They're saying Devontae Parker though. No, I know, but is that a legitimate number one uh, wide receiver that you I can be so. like? I, yeah, I've maybe in a, three years, not in not in year one. I've got a legitimate number five beer. Am I just severely wasted, or is Tommy look bloated? <laughs> yeah, I'm bloated. There's no question about it. The, between the ribs, the pizza, and the beer. The, the fact is, you're you're counting on Jarvis Landry. You're counting on um, uh, you lost. You wait. Not only lose Mike Wallace, you also lost Charles Clay, Brian Hartline. So replaced, replaced, replaced. Okay. Kenny. Stills, I know Kenny. Stills. Jordan Cameron. Okay, look, and again, Jordan Cameron is a guy who. Has had his problems staying healthy. Kenny Stills has never been more than a number three wide receiver. Jarvis Landry was a third round draft pick last year. And Stills' big plays were all on like breakdown plays where Brady, uh, Breeze threw him a perfect you know, post or a deep. It, he, it, There's potential different. here. I just. I look What's at, strength the schedule he's got? Last year it was number one. Right. That's why we love him so much. He finished seventh. In standard scoring, but he had the easiest schedule of anybody. Previous year before that, the easiest schedule, as I've said in the They're middle of the road, they got 13. 13. I just look at him as like, I think he had a a bigger spike year last year. I think that they are now trying to get the right character people around him, and I think that they believe that he's their quarterback in the future, and I like him for a long-term potential. Mm -hmm. But as far as like really saying this is the year that he's really going to make a statement, no. I think that's I think that's 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 ridiculous, especially with the other problem with all these new faces is it takes time for chemistry to work. I mean, I, look, he never completed all the years with all the two years with Mike Wallace. He never completed one deep pass. Yeah. The thing well, is, he, the first year Wallace was dropping them. To be honest, the thing was, they've got all these guys. They added vertical threats. The guy just I just don't think he could throw vertically. Yeah, I don't think that's one of his skill sets, and you know maybe Kenny Skills can you know sort of develop an underneath game um, a little bit more. But this guy, all go routes and Cameron's the, uh, a seam player, and these guys all like to get it you know down the field a little bit deeper. Are they going to be able to do that with Ryan Tannehill? Plus, he finished seventh or eighth among quarterbacks in standard scoring, so he's going to be overdrafted. You know, he's yeah. going to be drafted as somebody's starter, and that ain't going to be me, son. It's a good point. No, it's it. the old, the old, C, the old CBS um, uh, draft or Yahoo draft room. room. Yeah. yeah, the Yahoo draft room. The one guy that has done none of his own studying. It's just like, oh, 
uh, Tannehill's number seven last year. So and he's then, number seven for us this year. And that guy's like auto cued it. And it's like, he, good point. Not only he that, is going to get overdrafted. It's also the one thing that, that will piss you off with all these guys. Yahoo more than anyone. They usually are horrendous, which is great, at their rankings of people. And then we have a guy who we're saying, I know that we've talked about, this is like having three years in a row. Way down, we're like, this is a steal. This is a steal. And for some reason, they have him ranked as where the steal is. And I'm going, now I'm going to have to overdraft this guy to get the steal of the, of the, of the draft because fucking Yahoo has him queued up in three more picks. <laughs> and Houdini isn't even on the draft, isn't even on the on the clock right yet. <laughs> and I would love, I would love, if this is IR seven months before, six months, five months, Two months uh, before the draft. <laughs> it all blends together. There's no off months what, for us. What day is it? <laughs> yeah. It's Wednesday. I do know that. All right. Uh, Tannehill. We'll see. I hope. I, I like the guy. I kind of agree with you. It's either going to be. just like his wife. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Duh. I, I found myself searching for Tannehill for a graphic for Pyro. And then seeing a picture of his wife and tangents for 40 minutes. <laughs> then I end up on RedTube. Then next thing you know, I'm not even doing it. The graphic isn't done and the piece is up tomorrow. God damn it. The internet. Uh, number 12. College must have been a lot easier. <laughs> it was easy. Oh my God. You really got late. That's the reason. Yeah, 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 I got yeah. so much ass when I was younger. It's because there wasn't the internet. I needed ass. You had no other way to do it. You had to have like, it was like. Victoria's Secrets was pretty good. <laughs> Frederick's a Hollywood? Oh, even better. Even better. Yeah. I mean, that's Sears, what you, when you had to. That's what you... That, you just got, like, yourself chubbed up at, like, 3 o'clock to get fired up to go get pussy. Now what you do is at 3 o'clock, you don't just get chubbed up. You just rub one out. You're done. Like, I'm staying in. It's got to be enough. I'm catching up on uh, on Breaking Bad and Wire episodes. Oh, God. The and, women and that listen to the show, blow if there are any of you, we're sorry. This is, we're just honest. So, okay, so, so bring it bring up for the girls. So now, like, uh, did you ever see that movie with J, J, Josh Gordon-Levitt, the uh, Don Juan movie? With, yeah, uh, I saw it. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. So every time I turn on my computer now, she goes, oh, I think I was porn. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I actually have moments when I think of another Scarlett Johansson, her. When she's the operating system. Some, you know that movie? No. Her. It's a, the Spike Jones movie. Where Joaquin oh. Phoenix is like falls in love with the Siri in oh, the future. No, her okay. great movie, great movie. But she's she's good. She's she's in a number of us. Lucy's pretty cool until the yeah, end. Okay, and then the other yeah. one, um, that there's that dark universe one where she's an alien that has sex with people and kills them. Well, I like her as uh, amazing. I like her as the Marvel girl too. Uh, the the yep. Dasha, whatever. So I'll give her a. Must be Tommy. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. <laughs> Matthew Stafford's fall from grace is severe by being number twelve. Let's be honest. This is a guy that's been a first rounder probably two or three of the last four years. I don't know about like that. He was a top five quarterback. Two years ago, he was a, he was a top top. Uh, there, yeah. Two and three oh years God. ago, he was he was probably drafted. He's had first one good definitely, season. I agree. It, that's, that's why he is where he is. We're all in the same boat. Stags got him at twelve. I got him at thirteen. Deeney's at eleven. 
uh, 14. I think you got to be psyched with a lot with Ebron. You got to be psyched with. Um, Do you have to be psyched with Ebron? Why would you be psyched with Ebron? What, I think. What did you see from Ebron that makes you be psyched? I've what seen something better than Pettigrew. What, what have you ever seen from a rookie tight end that gives you? Any, I think it's better. Oh, I've better. seen some things from from rookie tight ends before. Yeah, I'm not something. saying I'm psyched on. Let me go. Let me let me speak this out. I'm saying it's better than what it. it's been. Calvin. Hopefully he's not eight. Golden he's Tate. Still, yeah. He's still. He's still. He's still. He's post prime, let's say Calvin, but he's still awesome. I mean, he's definitely not. He's awesome. So Stafford's got a lot of pressure on him. I mean, this is a season. So how does he respond to that? Well, fantasy wise, it could be gangbusters. It's not going to be terrible, and I think um, he's going to be. He's going to be probably a lot higher than we have him here. He's going to be drafted before a Roethlisberger. He's going to be drafted before a Romo. He's going to be drafted before a Newton, right? In it's most just, drafts, it's just, he just will. It's just where I'm comfortable drafting him right now. I, he finished last season as number 15 behind Colin Kaepernick. Scared to hard to breathe. Yeah, that's behind crazy. Colin Kaepernick. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, his, uh, his attempts fell, but his increased... Uh, his completion percentage increased, but it was still just 60%. And, you know, his yards per catch, uh, or his yards per pass attempt didn't really go up last season. He, the problem was the touchdowns just weren't there. And Joint Bell's proved to be a pretty effective player in, with, uh, in the red zone. Getting so now is it, is it going to be Joint and Theo Riddick now? Yep, that's is, what is they're it, saying. So, you know, that's interesting. With what? Joik and Theo Riddick now. And Theo. I mean, come on, man. I like I like what... I like a Theo more... They had to keep Bush in, in, in the deal, but there was a lot of opportunities. Theo, Theo could break out. He's a talented mofo. Uh, we'll see. I think Stafford is a name that gets drafted. He's got Calvin. Now you He'll see He'll get drafted what, higher than we have him ranked. Absolutely. So what we're so, all telling you is he's not going to be on your team this year. Yeah, he's be not okay. Gonna, yeah, he's be not okay with that. If you're like, following all of our tiers, who's going to be at any of our teams? I would be surprised if if the fourth or fifth round passes, and that seems to be where he's at at this point, and isn't taken just because he's got Calvin. Oh, wait, now he's got Tate. Oh, wait, he's got Ebron. Maybe most people aren't thinking oh, that. Oh, he's in the dome. Bush oh. is gone. Yeah, all these <laughs> things. And let's be honest, it is an offensive friendly uh, division. Yep, uh, but. I don't know, and he could surprise. There's no question about it. A year from now, we could be like Stafford did it. He parlayed himself another uh, another year, and he could be, you know, a high up guy. Yeah, I don't it, like it, him. He could, he but, could, if he but, wasn't a Detroit Lion. The, the, you put that lion on on the helmet, and all of a sudden, you, your your performance goes down by fifteen percent. Well, we don't know. We don't know. It's the second year with Caldwell, right? Uh, that's yeah. that's the good news. That helps. I think Call that really a, helps. A, a, he's a calming, calming influence. Yeah, a, a, you know, I think I think right now I think Stafford's been working hard to make himself uh, you know the best player he can be as opposed to just uh, you know being a loafer. Helen, that's nice. You look like a Helen. Helen, we're both in sales. Let me tell you why I suck as a salesman. Let's say I go into some guy's office. Let's say he's even remotely interested in buying something. Well, then I get all excited. I'm like, Jojo, the idiot circus boy with a pretty new pet. The pet is my possible sale. Oh, my pretty little pet. I love you. So I stroke it, and I pet it, and I massage it, 
Yeah, I love it. I love my little naughty pet. You're naughty. And then I take my naughty pet and I go. Oh, I killed it. I killed my sail. That's when I blow it. That's when people like us have got to forge ahead, Helen. Am I right? God, you're sick. Yeah, Tony Romo. Uh, Tony Romo, what's happening? Stag party, I want to hear. I think all of us are in the same. I've got him highest. Uh, you're second with 10. Houdini got him at 12. Dog at 11. Um, yeah, let's just talk quickly. Talk. We know we know the landscape. Nothing's really changed in that situation. Except for DeMarco Murray. Uh, yes, which, 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 which I think helps Romo. I, you know, I, that's right. Tell that's me why, catch his tell me why I have him too low at number 12. Because of the fact that now they don't have DeMarco there. I don't think you've got him low. I think it's not like you're at 17. Yeah, it's no, I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you don't have him low. I think you got him in a good spot for you. I should don't he be higher? But should, should I have him higher than Stafford? No, but there's an unknown. No, maybe if they, if, I don't know. I he don't was know. so efficient last year. That offensive line is so good. He gets it. So good. Like, so good. Like but they're a much better. They're a much better. Weren't they a much better run blocking than they were? At Stafford, I feel, will play seven. Well, were they better pass blocking? They like didn't allow. Her they to... were very good in both. Top five in both. So that gives you know hope for whoever mm-hmm. the running back is that he's going to be successful. Melvin Gordon. Maybe we'll see. Absolutely, but I think it's going to be Adrian. Des Bryant, Terrence Williams, Cole Beasley is a chain mover. Jason Witten is a chain mover. You know. Jason Hanna and Galvin Escobar as like serviceable, you know, tight end twos. I, like I, I, when you said Jason Hanna, I'm like, and you said Anna, I said, where's Barbera? <laughs> Hanna and Barbera, like it. You know, Beasley's stepped up his game. Yeah, this is now. A, now think about it. He's interesting. Now, now, you, now in the Edelman in the Edelman role, now Romo can drop something off because of a move or a read. And get it out of his hand and not take that huge hit that's been dislodging him and costing him games before. That might have been the biggest thing that happened for... We know Des is sick. Terrence has had his moments. It's going to be better. Beasley Beasley being able to dump that shit off between him and a Witten. And Witten's probably opening more for Beasley last year. Maybe that'll change. But either of those guys, before at the 3-4 second after snap... Let's get it out of the hands. Keep Romo intact. The crazy thing is that Beasley's been there for a couple of years, so he he understands. He's got everything. a new deal now, that, <laughs> but now they're finally going to make him the slot guy. So that's why everything the D Rex just said, I think, is absolutely potential to happen. I mean, the thing is, these guys somehow one of the things they do is they take it out of the running back's hands in the red zone. They just let Tony Romo throw touchdowns to Des Bryant. For shits and giggles sometimes. Yeah. And, hey, as a fantasy owner, that's not so bad. Right. Like, Des Bryant can come down with touchdowns. And, you know, th- I think they're hoping that they're going to get a new deal done with Des, you know, before this deadline. Because I think they want to throw... You know, Jerry likes having that kind of star-wide receiver. He likes that star power. No, he well, likes listen, the marketing well, well, part well, of it, you know? Listen, with Dez, I, I don't know that they're looking to necessarily lock down another deal. If they need to franchise him for another year, they'll franchise him for another year. And you know what? That's not bad for Dez. That that increases what he gets in the franchise. And that's the last time that he can be franchised. And then he can get a long-term deal. I think it's all good. 
I, I, I just look at it simply from Tony Romo's standpoint. He's still a guy that has the back problems. He's still an aging quarterback. You're not going to have the the running back. Um, if you don't, you know, if you if you're relying on those other running backs, now you're going to put more pressure on Tony. Tony, who was very efficient last year, I think he goes back to being not as efficient, trying to force some things that could potentially hurt him. But I think where he's at, 11, 10, 11, 12, yeah, I think that's 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 the right spot for him. Now let's go to the next guy. This guy's got more controversy because I'm a lot higher on him. Big Ben, not the Metten fur, the Ben Roethlis fur, burr, gur. I love, I love that uh, there was some uh, commotion on the interwebs this week that Stephen S. Uh, uh, Smith was saying, Ben Roth, Ben's, I've never seen Ben as a character issue guy. The women of the world. Really? Awesome. He's not a character issue guy. Like, maybe not for you. Stephen A. For any, any woman that I, walked I, into I, I a bar. Him. Stephen A. Smith. Who do you, but you don't, you don't like him more than Skip Bayless. I think I like Skip more than I like Steven. I can't, oh, my and I can't, God. And I hate, can we just stuff. talk about how, like, I hate who both. likes watching that show? No one does. Why? Like, 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 how no are they still on the air? Do you know what? I like, hate separate these two shitty people, Who's the horrible maybe one? it will get better. Does Richard Sherman's stomach where, where, where Stephen A is? Stop grumbling and shut the F up, Stephen A. Per- I can hear you! The perfect thing about it is that I, I get heartburn from beef jerky. And that commercial basically got Sherman and, and Steve. I'm like, I'm heartburn. like, this is perfect. This is great marketing. I get heartburn for your product. I'm getting heartburn for your commercial. I get, I get heartburn <laughs> when I listen to these guys talk. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, all right. Where are we at? Uh, Let's talk about our Roethlisberger. Well, Let's talk about where everybody's got him ranked. I got him at nine. Uh, you know, Houdini's got him out there at six. I'm lowest at 11. And lowest at 11. And, and Dog's, been, at number Dog's been his biggest proponent over the last three, four years. And he's he's not super high. You know, we talked about on the video that we were just, um, that we did before the show. They, their offense is a juggernaut. And I believe in that offense yeah. this year. That's why I'm high on Le'Veon Bell. I'm high on Martavis Bryant. I mean, how um, much does a guy like a Le'Veon Bell, who's a you know uh, in any anybody's mind a, a, a three or second overall, and I think in your case one. he's your number one overall. How much does that help a Roethlisberger? How much does it help a Roethlisberger that uh, a rookie from last year, Martavis Bryant, was a stud and can take the top off it? How much does it help? That he probably have at least stat wise and consistency wise the best wide receiver around and. Every, the whole system's intact. Everything's been in place. Nothing's changing. And he doesn't got get another hurt. retired as a as a Steeler contract. Another hundred ninety eight million dollars. This team is going to be fantasy football gold. Power and in numbers. On top of it, their defense is not what it used to be. Yeah. This is not the Pittsburgh Steelers defense of the seventies. Can not you the name Pittsburgh a Steelers. defensive player on their team? That's Lamar Woodley. James. Oh, wait, no, he's not on their team anymore. Uh, That's not James Harrison? James uh, World is... Oh, no, he, he retired. Um, Paul Amalo. Uh, not sure yet. Not sure yet, right. Yeah, no, I agree. So, this one, they're going to need to put up points. They realize that. Who's the beard guy? What's his name? He's gone, too. Brett, he's, Brett Kiesel. Where did he go? Kiesel. Yeah, where did Kiesel go? I think they just let him go at the end of the season and said he's not going to be back. So no one signed him? I don't think so. Hey... Pyromaniac loves your beard. We'll sign you. We got a spot right here over. You can be on the podcast. All right. All right. Cam Newton. Pretty high. 
Seven, Dogmatica and Stag Party. I'm at ten. Houdini's nine. There's been a lot of talk this week about how uh, he's overrated, and I, I read too much internet shit. But there's a lot of inter- there's a lot of you read that kids school sports yeah. reporter yeah, article. Yeah. yeah. Cam Newton is a crappy quarterback. Yeah. Uh, our team's never been good since he's been out in the team. It's okay though. There's a position he can play, and that's really running back. Bad. Was it? Was his name Nate? Yeah, his name. I just get him warmed <laughs> up. Nate. Warmed up. And and I, it it's like, wait, wait. The Panthers have always sucked. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious. It was funny. <laughs> but the thing is, Cam Newton. When healthy, he's never finished outside of the top five as a quarterback. Because he's always been a rushing re- phenomenon. What, it is 14 what it is. rushing touchdowns as a rookie. Then it dropped down to like six. And How many so, rushing as a rookie? It wasn't a 14, I want to say. Look, you can, look, you can, you can it check it out. It was a lot. It was a lot. And then it, then it dropped 14, way down. 14, to eight. To eight down to, to six, six. To five. To five. So now you're in a situation where he's becoming more of a quarterback. But one of the things that I think that he really needs is he still needs another wide receiver. Kelvin Benjamin is a big, good size guy, whatever. He needs to uh, take the top off of the defense, burn her ass down the field. Because <clears throat> he's got the he can throw any ball. He can throw falling on his You don't like Philly Brown? You know, but <laughs> I don't like it not for consistent for what I want. I think there's I think I would rather go. You want know what would be a great fit for them? Think about this. You want that top burner? Get that fucking guy from Miami. Uh, Philip Dorsett. Dorsett. Or Put him on that team. Or the dude you were talking about, Stenham or, or whatever. Yeah, but he's gonna go he's gonna go a lot higher. UCF? He, he's, yeah, a first, yeah, yeah, he's a first round. So. They're saying he's a first rounder now. Oh. I mean, that's but there the, is a lot of guys. They're saying he's going There's ahead. A, that's, what I'm saying. that's what I'm saying. Maybe you get a Dorset. You can get him in a third round or something like that. Perfect guy to throw into that offense. You don't need him. See, this is one thing that like the Bears didn't realize when they really? made Devin That's Hester. The same thing as Tavon Austin. Why do you no, like no. this guy but Aiden Austin? Well, no, no, because it's it's about Austin was being a first round draft pick. They're expecting him to do this. I'm but saying, he's done nothing. I know, but I'm saying is the third round or fourth round pick. If you can get a guy like Dorsett's Dorsett, going in the second round. Is he thinking he's, he's going? To, okay, he's, well, a, he's guaranteed. There's other guys out there. There's a couple other guys pick. out there that you can get in the third round or whatever. Here's all you need: like a John Brown slid last year. This is what you need. When the Bears made the mistake with Devin Hester, when you made him a wide receiver, why do you try to teach him routes? All you have to do is say, Devin, run. And you know what? A safety's going to have to help. You get a sprinter, and a safety has to help. You help Kelvin Benjamin. You help Greg Olson. You help Cam Newton. The thing. What do you think? You raised your hand right as I was starting to talk. My bad. Uh, so the thing is, Cam Newton finished... Eighth among Keep letters. those behind the scenes things behind the yeah. scenes. Guys, I've been guys. picking my nose for the last two minutes. You didn't tell him that. <laughs> it, well, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Cam Newton finished the season, you know, in terms of fantasy points per game, eighth. You know, so things you like about Cam Newton, when he played, he played well. He missed that first game of the season, you know, with that injury. Missed the last game of the season with that injury. You know, Derek Anderson came in and played well, you know. That's a little fan duel action for you right there. A little, But the thing is, he, he had some big games. He was kind of up and down last season. But, you know, he got it going running the ball. He got it going a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I Listen, I get it. Cam Cam has the potential. But, again, he needs an extra. He needs, he needs a body at the wide receiver. Now, we need to get into. Now we're getting into the nitty-gritty here. We're moving on to number eight. One of our favorite guys coming up. So let's all crunch ourselves and, and like really prepare to be ready 
because this is what we do on a daily basis. Well, my fellow nerds and I will retire to the nerdery with our calculators. We That's for dog. Nerds. Dog. Nerds. Dog right. is in the nerdery. Nerd right 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 right. I got him way highest. I got Eli, Eli at fourth. And yeah, it's probably being a little risky and trying to make that be one of my shocked world picks. Let's be honest. ODB, Talent City. They're the the only the running back that they added was a running what, catching running back Vereen. I think we all agree that Jennings is going to be hurt. I don't think any Andre Williams is anything more than a goal line back. I just feel like Eli this year a, a, a second year in this system that he really showed that he grasped at the end of the last year. Um, if, if everyone stays healthy and things go as, as planned, another good strength to schedule. There's no reason why this guy is not going to light it up. I'd be surprised if he's not a top five quarterback. Now he's also again. I just look at ODB adds that dimension. You still have Victor Cruz, who you thought was all world, and now you put ODB there and you go, ah, oh, Victor, whatever. And we're saying that Victor we love might not be ready, and I still, I still love him. And you have Ruben Randall, who has shown that he can be a very serviceable guy. You have Larry Donnell, who has shown that. If he, can, if he can just hold on to the ball, though, he is ridiculous in the red zone on the fade pass to the corner of the end zone. The guy catches it every single time. If you've got ODB and a Cruz and a Vereen coming out of the backfield and, and, then and, you and, and you're, in, oh. you're, in, the, you're in, the, uh, in the red zone, don't you think that the, the likelihood of a very tall, isn't Donnell like 6'6"? Six, 6'6", six? Six, 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 yeah. Somewhere in the middle, or in the back of the end zone, that they're gonna, he's going to kind of come open. And there's, a lot would, of, there's a lot of... Congruent um, talents that that Eli can can, can work. There is not a steady force at running back. There is not a guy that you're like. This is not Tiki Barber and Rondé. This is not um, Brandon Jacobs and Ahmad Bradshaw. Ahmad Bradshaw, thank you. Um, I was going to say Tiki Barber again. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't have that to lean on. You're going to need to lean on the quarterback, and you're going to need to lean on your wide receivers, and, and you have talent at all those positions. You have enough to be able to spread defenses out and force them to, to deal with you. And again, look at look at the, at the teams in that division. They can't play pass defense worth a shit. The teams in that division, fine. Or Russ the passer. <laughs> yeah. Bonus, win-win. Right, they're going to have to throw the ball. That, and the teams in that division, when you're playing, not not Washington, but when you're playing Dallas and you're playing Philadelphia, you need to put up points. Like it. Anything else uh, anyone wants to say on this, or let's move on? Shane Marine adds a dimension out of the backfield being able to catch the ball. You know, he could do some things in space. I've got to slowly start bringing Eli Manning up. The thing is, he's a guy who could just throw 20 to 25 Interceptions and like ruin your life. Yeah, but but if he's but if he's throwing forty five touchdowns, it doesn't matter. That's <laughs> it. That's it. If ODB's playing all sixteen games and making those one handed catches and doing his thing in space, uh, I'll take. I'll the put the Brad Johnson look with Randy Moss yeah. again. Another good analogy. Hey, hey, you're good. I'm good. I'm you're on. good. I'm on. This is kind of like your uh, your Thibodeau. I'm uh, rolling. Your Thibodeau. Uh, How much better Dante <laughs> Culpepper look with Randy Moss? Hey, they all look good with Randy Moss. You're making the point. Eli's actually a good quarterback. He's won two Super Bowls and going to be a Hall of Famer. He's actually good. Where I'm saying that ODB could make uh, your your Fitzpatrick look uh, pretty solid. All right, Matt Ryan. I posted a picture of him earlier on the week on our Facebook, facebook.com forward slash pyromaniac. Check it out. 
We're having some good times there, posting stuff on a regular basis. Good community. Please, please keep, uh, if, you, if you're not f uh, liking us there or checking us out there, do it. Matt Ryan in a bra earlier this week. Good picture. I don't know where I found it. I've never seen you it. You find the weirdest shit on the way. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Love it. Uh, all right. <coughs> so, you know, he's seven. We, we talked about it on two podcasts ago when we were talking about the, the ridiculous amount of targets, touches, and looks oh. to wide receivers and just in general. He's passing like crazy. How is that going to change now that they got rid of Jackson and Freeman, who could be all right? He's going to be winging the ball. He's got the, he's got the guys. Uh, I don't really want to talk about this for too long. Anything quickly you want to say about Matt Ryan? Ten games in a dome next season. Wow. Only Drew Brees has more. Drew Brees plays in a dome 12 times. Wow. Oh so, you just got to think, playing indoors is nice and cushy, boys. And these guys these guys excel there regardless. And, well, I, I, you, Matt Ryan is not a flashy guy. This is but, one of those guys that like, I think that when you look at him... He's another solid guy, like like Flacco. That bra picture I was talking about, he was a flash. I bet he was. <laughs> was it was it rhinestones on that bra? <laughs> so when you look at like Flacco, remember we said it's like anywhere from thirteen to fifteen. I think we were all pretty saying that where he is is where he's going to be. Maybe plus minus one or two or whatever, but that's about it. Matt Ryan is the same type of guy. You want a solid guy that you can just take. Now remember, he scored a ton of his points early in that first game where he threw the four hundred and forty-eight yards and the three touchdowns. Skewed his numbers up a lot last year. Settle down. I'm just looking at it this way. They really don't know what they have going on in their running game this year. And they're, it's Devonta Freeman. They may go out and draft somebody else. They may actually wait later and bring somebody else in. So that whole position and that whole part of them is, is in turmoil. You lost Harry Douglas. You got an aging Roddy White. That's why I'm just, I'm not as, I'm lower on him than all you guys are. I, I understand what they need to do there. I think that this is a team that is in the rebuilding process and, Realizing that they need to get, I'm, I'm interested to see who they draft. I think they're going to draft a, a wide receiver, maybe in the second round. And they need to go defense on the first round because they really need help there. So this team is in turmoil. They're definitely going to be playing from behind. There'll be a lot of throws, but I'm just not seeing the dominant Matt Ryan that we saw like three years ago when they, we when we pegged him as the they breakout. Have, they have a good strength schedule too, though, right? Yes, they, their strength of schedule is uh, one of the tops of the league. Uh, third. Third. That's you know, pretty yummy. Third strength schedule. He's pretty much behind Tony Romo. The, those two guys have great strength schedules for being top-tier guys. Everybody else is sort of back down. Uh, J.M.I. Is, is in a Tampa Bay. He's got the easiest one. Yes. But, well, Which I like. I like for Still him. a rookie quarterback. Yeah, still, but, I like him. Guys, some things. He's in the dome. They're going to chuck it a lot. You know, They've got to rebuild that offensive line with a couple picks, I hope. It's sort of been in shambles the last couple of years. They need to invest something in it, and hopefully something pays off. You know, Jake Matthews last year didn't really pay off right away, but hopefully it'll pay off this year in the second year. Before we go on to uh, uh, Drew Brees, I want to say one thing. Do you guys know that the guy that they, the team fired because of the uh, artificial audience crowd into the into the crowd over there that they just got fined and got a fifth-round draft pick take? Do you know what his name was? Roddy White. No! They had two Roddy Whites. The guy's name was Roddy White that they fired. They That's said that. How hilarious. The thing how, was, at, at some point, two, uh, one and that Roddy also going to still get no, a million They had five pay. Roddy Whites working for the Falcons. Come on. Uh, five Five in the last two seasons. I'm naming five it. different Roddy Whites. If I ever have a kid, I'm naming him Roddy White Newton. Newton. 
It's it. I'm done. And I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure he works for the, the Falcons. Get the dirty bird, kid. Get that dirty bird. That means uh, you gotta live it. Five Bobby Whites? I yeah. Did they change their name? Was this like an Illuminati like pack thing? My, my girl's from Georgia. Maybe uh, maybe I'll have to have Roddy White Weiss. That's why I like it. Done. Talk to her about that. Be like, do you know? Any, do you happen to know any people named Roddy White, female or male? Why, yes, I do. Uh, only way I'll get that done Roddy is my White. parents That's have great. to die before I can name my kid Roddy White Weiss. What do we have to do? We'll, we'll put stacks. Hey, no, 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 got no, some no, no, no. We can put the hill Come on, on now. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. I do know some Irish guys. Not to talk we, too much you, about We've Irish. already talked about the Irish. I know, but I've got some guys. If... Any of our listeners ever have a real problem, a real problem, and are willing to relinquish some capital, I got some Irish guys who can take care of that for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Drew Brees, number six. I got him at six. Stags at five. Deanie at eight. Dog at nine. I like the stat you just said. You know, there's some term- there's some ups and downs. You lose to Jimmy. What you got a second year guy that's obviously their number one now, and my dude cooks. But what does that really mean? Um, it seems like a lot of movement. I think what I've read from King and some of the other people is that around draft day, they are going to go nuts, and they're probably going to go nuts and give him some more tools on the offensive side. They're not done. The splash this year, from what I'm hearing in this off season, between what they've already done and some of the moves they made through the draft, is that the New Orleans Saints are, are, are going to be a, a, so, one of the names that you hear a lot of action so happening. So my, my question to you is, is it, is it what you've heard that they're going to make splashes by acquiring more draft picks or by They'll trading trade, some got, of the yeah, draft trade. picks that they got to get actual players and bring, yeah. bring bona fide starters in? Trading some at, some players that are pretty solid names, not elite. So but more players are still going to be traded from this. this yeah, roster. and then they're going to they're they're kind of rebuilding, but not but not saying that Breeze is gone. Well, well, they're they're hampered with Breeze. They're stuck with him, but they need to find. They're a not. They're not. No, no, no. no but someone they, would take Breeze from no, right I now. I understand, but they but they need to find a replacement. They're saying that's not going to happen. They have no replacement for him. Is the problem? Yeah. So. They need to find a replacement, and I don't know that you're going to find it in this draft because you're not getting. One. I don't think they're worried about the replacement of Drew Brees right now. I think, I think it's going to be Philip Rivers when it's all said and done. That'd be awesome. Send and send Rivers. Second back. time he replaces Drew Brees. Isn't that double jeopardy? I lost on Jeopardy. <laughs> well, I was thinking more of that movie with the Ashley Judd. Oh, I went to Weird Al. <laughs> Baby. Ooh. All right, Brees. We'll have to do a Weird Al open and close one day. Yeah, that no, no. no. You're, you're kiboshing yeah, it. That's that. We're, I don't think we'll do that one. If you want to do Eddie Murphy, Rock, okay. Tom Brady, number five. I mean, look, I, I'm I'm a Tom Brady guy. I, I'm sitting here. You, you look at what they've done for him. You still have Gronkowski there. You you got a Brandon LaFell who proven what he did. You got Danny Amendola who finally showed himself in the postseason last year. You know what Julian Edelman gives you. You got a lot of talent around there. What do you have at running back? You got Legarrette Blunt back. Okay, will he last? We'll find out. You got James White. You got Jonas Gray. You got you got a bunch of just other whatever. You have a team that won the Super Bowl. You have a team that's always trying to win the Super Bowl. You have a quarterback 
who jumped off of a cliff, Air Brady. If you were going to pick a team from the AFC to be in the Super Bowl next it's year, it's probably going to be my pick right and now. And they did it without Gerard Mayo, and they did it without um, their other uh, star linebacker, uh, Hightower. Yeah, yeah, right. He got hurt, right? So this is a team built to win now, and and built they're to win always, always, <laughs> but. But built to win by not being a running team, not being the Stevon Ridley, the the boring. You know, they're they realize it took four or five weeks into the season, and then they found their identity, and the identity was Tom throw the ball. Yeah, and whoever it may be, Super Bowl, the fifty is, times a game. The difference is when you look at the power numbers when you're talking about Pittsburgh and you're talking about New England. The difference is that New England doesn't have, like you know, it's Antonio Brown, and you know it's and you know it's Le'Veon Bell. You, don't you know who you haven't even mentioned yet, which is the best part of Tom Brady? Gronkowski. I did. I said that it was the first thing I you said. You said Gronk? Okay. Yes. I, sorry. Yes. I, was, must been, I must have been thinking of things that I could say. That, that, that whole, well, Gronkowski, Gronkowski <laughs> is a touchdown thing. a game. So, yeah. guaranteed right there, I got 16 touchdowns for Tom Brady. They're going to get him another <laughs> They're gonna get him another weapon, whether it's through the draft or through something. They're going to do it. Or off the Jets practice roster they're, yeah, or whatever. They're going to do something. Uh, or the Bills now, for this matter. At the end, what, what's their what's his strength of schedule? How's Brady's strength of schedule? If I remember correctly, it's it's really favorable. Yeah, top, top ten. There you go. So I agree, and I think the pressure's off him. I think Brady can win. I think he plays his best when he's relaxed, and in the big games, and he always plays well. He's you know fucking best quarterback of all time. But he when he plays play. relaxed, he really has nothing. Everything is just butter. On the top Doesn't it seem like of the great question, question. Doesn't it seem it's like butter for like Peyton too when he was when, when, when he was going the in these first two years in Denver? These guys who are older who know what they're doing, the game is so simple to them now. They don't think about the game. They just look at it and they just go. They're just reading at all times. They're just reading defenses at all times, and it's easy. They're not getting. How often do you see a Peyton Manning or a Tom Brady get blindsided? I don't know, it's the one thing, and we're going to move on. Seeing that Air Brady when he jumps off that cliff, it's kind of amazing how unmuscular yeah. this fucking guy is. Just like his just like his photo at the Cowboys. Like, seriously, how can you He's take play those up. hits? I, know. I mean, you know how hard that guy gets hit in every Sunday, every day, four days of practice. I'm telling you, the fact that that guy has that build, Obviously he's tall. He's a great player. He's got the every. He's got all those things. But just the fact that his muscle tone and his his body tone is that, and the fact that he can do that, that's unbelievable. And he's got Giselle. God damn it! I'm not even worried about. It. It's the same. These you wouldn't have worried about it five years ago. That's true. Best athletes. I mean, you know, being in Chicago, walking by a Taze. Ta- Walking by or hanging out, I've hung out with uh, um, uh, 88, um, sorry, Kane. Kane. But the guy is the, the, the weakest looking of them all is our, is our best player, the defenseman, uh, number two. I'm sorry, I'm Duncan getting Keith. Keith, I've been in a restaurant next to Keith. This dude, if I looked at him in the eyes, I'd be like, one punch, he's down. <laughs> one great. punch, what is you're down. <laughs> From me to you, the greatest, you're gone. The this greatest. guy is skinny. Yeah. The so greatest parody song of all time was written about him. They, you remember the the ACD song? 
Jungle Deeds and the Dun Dun. Whatever, yeah. whatever the song. Dirty, Dirty Deeds and the Dun Dun Cheat. That one, yeah. See, I can remember ACDC yeah. songs. I can't remember Black because Because Duncan Keith was the guy that took the puck in the mouth. So, Duncan Keith and he has no teeth. <laughs> Duncan Keith and he has no teeth. Duncan Keith and he's got no weight. He's 155 out of the shower wet. I mean, this guy's cute. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm done. Oh, I'm not done. I got many more of these throughout my life. Thank Val. you, Val Verdes. Tell me what winging. <laughs> Please don't use uh, Fat Guy and a Little Coat on me for my, <laughs> my next Valverde. I know. Because that really might hurt. It might you stimulate might, and hurt my feelings to stay, point no return. You might need to stay to the very end of the podcast to hear that. Good, good, good. I just don't want to get hurt my feelings where I can't return. No. Yeah. They're you always know, hurt. Never, fat it's Guy. Like, it's like starting a quarterback out. You, or what uh, Arian said this week about Logan Thomas. If I played him and I put him in that situation and we didn't make the playoffs... He might have never returned from it. I might never return from a fat guy in a little jacket comment. Um, all right, let's move on. Russell Wilson. What do you got? You got him at six. I got him at three. I'm the highest on him. Uh, Houdini at four. Dog at three. So he's Russell Wilson at number four. What's what's your reasoning? For well, past, him lower. Last season at three. I just think he's not going to be able to, you know, run it at the same efficiency, run for the same amount of touchdowns, run for the same amount of yards. Uh, he, his passing numbers are probably going to go up, but it, it's, the amount your passing yards go up, it takes, what, 25 to get the same amount as 10 rushing yards? So you just, the, the trade-off there is hard to justify. And with Jimmy Graham and Toe, you know these guys are going to have to uh, Sling the rock a little bit more, and you know I just don't see him having as great as a fantasy season. I see him being better than he was his first couple of years, but I, he's going to come back to earth a little bit, and it's just the way it's going to be. Well, I think he comes back to earth as far as his as his rushing yards. He's not going to be running for eight hundred and whatever yards, but I think Why? that. Why? Well, no, no we talked. Well, we, we've talked about it. He's never done it before, though. Right. He's he's different. Here's why. Let me let me let me let me talk. Here's why. He has receivers that are finally now starting to develop more. Jermaine Curse has a chance to take another step. You got younger guys than Paul Richardson and all these other guys. Doug Baldwin is is becoming his constant thing. Now you add Jimmy Graham to that mix. He's gonna throw the ball more. They're gonna open up space and he'll still run. He doesn't run by design. He runs when when it's open, is he gonna have 600 yards rushing this year? I think about five to 550. Is that number one by far? No, not by far, but I think it's, it's, right, it's, there. it's right there. Can't but that three, had 300 yards, 300 yards. Remember, I think in Kaepernick running yards number one is 330 points. That's 30 fantasy points. I think Kaepernick so has two the points most That's yards. two points a game. But here's what I'm saying: I look at him making it up in touchdowns because, again, I, how many rushing touchdowns did he have last year? Eight? I think that that's... I think it might stay about... No, was it eight? Was it that many? I think it was six. I thought it was six. It's six. Six. Go ahead. So, I look at him maybe able to six. get up to eight because of the fact that on these past plays and stuff where you'd always have the spy on Russell Wilson. And we've talked about this in many podcasts. 
You can't have that spy. That spy now has to go to Jimmy Graham. So if that guy is covered and all things fail, that's now he runs more touchdowns. As much as you're talking about, and that's why I like it. He's got more weapons through the air. You still got that force that's been the one that's been able to open stuff up for him. Ultimate play Lynch, action in, threat in, yes. in, in, in Lynch. Now you got that. You get. You just got more. I think. Well, I do think obviously he can come down from that eight forty or whatnot, and I, I do believe he could still have six touchdowns. But still, 600 with those more touchdowns. I just think there's no question about it based on talent. My my belief that he definitely but Don't you also think he's games. developing more as a quarterback now? Going into his fourth year the only. The best thing for you as a best fantasy owner. Ahead of him. The best thing for you as a fantasy owner with a guy that's going into his fourth year and has been in the last two Super Bowls, won one of them, is the fact that he lost that Super Bowl. True And that. the fact that right now, other than taking a couple batting practices with the Rangers... This guy is building his game. He's about to get another. He's about to get a big contract. Thankfully, from what they're saying, it's not going to be all guaranteed. But what's not to love? I mean, every name that we've mentioned so far, I like Russell Wilson more than. Yeah. Every name. The thing is, he scored twenty and a half fantasy points a game last season. And how many games did he have over thirty points? That's the other problem. Like four. Which is pretty good. Yeah, he had a lot of boom or bust in his game. And a lot of those boom games were him rushing for 100 yards. Right. And how many times do you think he's going to rush for 100 yards next season? No, but again, how many times did he throw for... How many touchdowns did he throw total on the season? 20. So, he didn't have very many multiple touchdown passing games. The question is now, I still believe that he becomes a guy who... Here's how I look at him. A two-touchdown passing a game. So you think he's going to throw 32 touchdowns? Yes, I really do. That's an increase of 12. Yeah, I do that's, understand. Jimmy that's 48 Graham, points. That right? could be 12 all to Jimmy Graham. Yes, I'm okay. fully aware. This is why he goes this high. And I think that his rushing touchdown, and I'm, maybe if I'm saying this, that he might even go higher, You know, maybe I need to move up from 4 to 3, is because he has the 8 rushing touchdowns, 6 to 8 rushing touchdowns. I think... Russell Wilson is going to score 300 fantasy points next season. He scored 325 last year. I think he scores more. So I, I think he's going to. I, I don't think he's going to be at a 20. You got to think of it this way. Here's where, but here's where you really got to think about where he gets more points. How many touchdowns did Marshawn Lynch rush for last year? You add Jimmy Graham. Now let's say that the, that you know, and also. Maybe how how many points did the team score as a whole? Maybe adding Jimmy Graham to the team adds them scoring an extra seventy to eighty points on the season. Now that in turn seventy, if it's called sixty points, that's ten touchdowns. They lost more defensive pieces. That's gonna what they lose. Uh, they lost the one dude, Browner. <laughs> they lost Browner. Oh, no, the other one. Browner uh, was on the wing. The guy to the Eagles. Yeah. What's, what's his name? I don't remember. Chambers. He got paid, though. Yeah, he got, Bro paid. got let me, let me paid. Break, let me break this up with a foul burden. Right down the road, I want to jerk the wheel into a goddamn bridge in Bunman. <laughs> I want to jerk the wheel into a goddamn bridge abundment. I don't even know what it means, but when that fucking guy says it, we miss you. We miss you, Mr. Uh... Uh, uh, Farley, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that guy was friggin' hilarious. So you think Russell Wilson's gonna top the 325 points he scored last year? 
I'm not saying that. I think I'm, 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 I'm saying, saying I'm five. saying it. I'm saying it. I'm saying he's top five for me. You have him at number three. I know. I'm just think he's gonna end top five. I don't know. I don't know points. I don't want to compare. I'm just saying. Last Jimmy season Graham. Next season or Jimmy Graham is at least gonna career. get ten receiving touchdowns. You're not. We're not sitting here going. Russell Wilson is a not a good quarterback. He's always been a great quarterback. He's had nothing to throw to. He has been again analogy number eighty-eight over this goddamn pocket. He is Tom <laughs> Brady in his early career when he had the David Pattons and the fucking. No one to fucking throw the ball to. That's a great fucking point. Great point. Now he's got someone to throw the ball to. It's true. Look what Brady did when he got Gronk. And we'll see. We'll see. Maybe, maybe uh, a new. I I agree. He's he's a beast. Now the question is, where we had quarterbacks going real high over the past three years ish. um, You know, a lot of them going in the first three rounds. Do I think I want to take a Russell Wilson before the fourth or fifth round? Absolutely not. I don't. I'm not there. Now, does that mean I don't get him? Probably. Okay. I'm totally fine with that. But where I have him slotted in my rankings and my tiers is the fact that I think he will finish there. But I don't think I'll have him on my Yeah, you know, I I, I really kind of think that as I look at it, like uh, Ben Roethlisberger I think is the guy that will will fall to me just because I'm that high on him. But I'm not going to overdraft him because if I miss on him, I'll happily take a Tony Romo. I'll happily wait and draft that Matthew Stafford and go, fine, uh, I'll do it. You know, and I'll, and I'll and I'll and I'll deal with that that situation. The Matt Ryan, the Cam Newton, the, the you know, I'm not going to allow myself to go down to the Ryan Tannehill level though. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. drawing the line. I'm drafting a quarterback. I'm, I'm going full late round QB, and I'm going quarterback between seven and twelve. And who maybe who, fourteen? Who ideally? Who ideally? Would we, you think Bradford's going to last to a fourteenth round? No, You're seven crazy. to twelve. Okay. I'm talking about among yeah, okay. quarterbacks. Okay. I thought you said Bradford. You thought you'd get him to 14. No. I'm just saying I, that's the range I want to draft a quarterback. I who would you love? Who it, just who knows? It's all speculation. But if you were to draft a quarterback 7, eight, like or 9, or 10, who pick, would yeah. be the guy that could possibly be there realistically that you would love to have? In the 7th, 8th, or ninth round? Yeah, is any that what we're saying? Yeah, any of those. Or just... Oh, any of seven days of the it's a broad, it's a broad question. I'm not trying to pin just you answer the question. <laughs> the guy I want most next season is Matt Ryan. Okay, well there you Matt go. Matt Ryan, and you think you're going to be able to get him when seven days, ninth round, six, six to seventh you round. Got nah. fifth. Okay, fifth, that's that changed. That changes. Six is a little different. I think you can get him six, seventh round. Fifth, you might have to though, depending on. Maybe. And I don't think it's a good pick in the fifth. I don't like it either. All right. All right. This is why we're doing this podcast, and that's awesome. And the truth is, you guys know if you're listening before or if you're a first-time listener, we'll be doing about two or three mock. We'll probably do three mock draft podcasts over the course of the summer, leading up to your fantasy football draft, and all these kind of things help out. You know, this is early game stuff. All of our tiers and list of players here are going to change from tiers one to tiers two. But I like, I like what you just said. You are Ryan. You're going to find out over the next two months with a lot of mock drafts and a lot of us right, talking about this, where, where he's slotted. You're like, fuck. Is he still that's where I might find another Ben Roethlisberger going, oh my God, he is an eighth-round guy. I can grab him in the seventh round or sixth round and just be happy as a client. But here's shit. what's going to happen. 
the exact opposite of that. I'm just being honest with you. Ben Roethlisberger, hot commodity. Go He's got up. the talent. I know. I, I, I don't want to bring on your brain with wishful thinking. But as this season goes on, Ben Roethlisberger, who we have at 10, is going to be moving <laughs> I up know, and moving but up. D-Rex, you got to know that Ben Roethlisberger has been the Danny Woodhead of, of quarterbacks but over guys, the last five it's years. Changed. It awesome. changed. It changed in the if last year. If somebody moves up. That means somebody's sliding down. Always, always. Who's going to be point. the guy yes, for that's it? it. Correct. That's a great point. Absolutely. Great point. Follow the pendulum. <laughs> great point. For dog, it's Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. All right, moving on. Let's go to Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Dog's not here, so we won't spend the next half hour on it. <laughs> uh, I, got him at, I got him at four, five, Stags at three, Houdini at three, Dog he, at four. He may be falling he will not be on. He will not be on any of my teams, no matter what. Me so either. you guys talk about I'll it. I'll say this. He's a guy I have at three. He's a guy that I think is probably going to fall maybe to five for me. The loss of Julius Thomas, I look at, I just look at the aging of him, and I just see, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. You know, it, it becomes one of these things. He'll, he won't be drafted by me. And this is, this is where I move him down in my, in my tears is for this simple reason. It's not that I'm, I'm sitting here trying to put my money on where I think these guys are going to end up at the end of the year. It's going, how confident am I to have this guy on my team now? And the last thing that I want is to have that aging superstar where I'm not getting the returns for the name. And I don't want that. And I think that that's what's happening right now. I think this is a, it's a whole new coaching staff. Everything's changing. You know, the other coaching staff did everything according to Peyton to win a Super Bowl. It didn't happen. My negatives, bad strength of schedule. My negative, what happened, what did you hear on news? What was the news in the whole fuss two days ago? Uh, Demarius Thomas is not going to be practicing with the team. Not going to be the off, do right. the offseason pro. Not, not going to go to the Duke, Duke, Duke and play uh, catch yeah, right, right. All the stuff that's made him and Peyton be on the same page because of contract issues. Uh, what else did we hear two weeks ago? We heard the fact that they are willing to sit him in stretches to preserve him for the end run, and that is a championship. Anything other than a championship's failure, so they are willing to sit him to make sure his arm and his aging body yeah. can be That's there at the end. That does not help any of you in that fantasy means, football. It means if they're ever up by 21 or 20 points, and they're... Brock, yeah. Brock! Right. They're pulling him up! And they're pulling him, and they're, and they're only pulling back in if they need to, and, and, and it's, it's not good. There's no... There's it's no. Joe Montana at the end... Of his career, when uh, he was in San Francisco, when he was being threatened by Joe, by, by by Steve Young, and it's just not good. I, I, but to be honest, it's almost more like Joe Montana he's got look. from a talent and a body sense because they're older. And again, Peyton Manning, look, you are the, the, the look, top three, probably the first or second best quarterback. You're top three quarterback in the history, of the, history of the game. But as you get older and older, like, uh, remember, do you remember, I lived, I went to University of Kansas, we talked about it earlier, while Joe Montana, I was a sophomore and a junior, the, 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 while the he was with the Chiefs. Yeah. And it's all, and he had won a Super Bowl three years earlier. And it was just like, wow, this he guy like, no. spent. Well, no, and what it was is, and when he won those games, and when he got to the playoffs, and he, and he beat the, the Dolphins, if I'm not mistaken, it was on guile. It was on, 
And it was on also old man Marcus Allen. It was that was the oldest damn playoff team of all time. <laughs> <laughs> retread of retreads of retreads slapped on tires is what they were. But, but here's the don't thing: you get the sense that that's the way this team's feeling about thing. Peyton. It's you more still like, have, but you still have Demarius Thomas. You still got Emmanuel Sanders who showed what he could do. I love what I love. I, which, I, love. I think I'm higher on Emmanuel Sanders Emmanuel. than yeah. anybody else. Yeah, um, especially with Julius Thomas gone. I, I think that that void at tight end is going to hurt. I think that that because again, Peyton Manning is not able to make those deep throws like he used to be able to. So watch for Peyton. Don't don't look at Peyton as a guy that's moving up. He's a guy that's going to be more falling down draft boards than moving up. Two years ago, when he came to Broncos, it was up and up. It was like this franchise now has this guy. But remember, he he fell. Last he year, was no when his first year in Denver, years. he wasn't draft, three years ago. Three years ago, when he was coming off the injury. He didn't get drafted in my 12-team league until like the Third fifth round. round. Uh, my guy, the guy, he went to... He fell to the fifth round yeah, in my league. He went to the fifth round. And that guy, my, my guy that won the championship that year, got Adrian Peterson coming off uh, his injury my guy got Eli in the Manning third the, round, and then got Peyton in the fifth. Good night. My, my, up the actually, my guy, because he was like out of town, I drafted him Eli Manning. He goes, no, I wanted Peyton. And I had to wait the next round and draft him. So he drafted back to back Eli and Peyton. And the Peyton Manning one was the one that put him into the playoffs. Stop, such stupid drafts. So, on the plus, yet it worked out. Yet it was Peyton the smartest draft in the world. More or less than 32 touchdowns? I think, I, remember, I said that was his career average. More. Okay. Right there. I mean, that... That's it. 32 touchdowns, and you know, he's going in the second or early third round. Though, I'm, this isn't this okay, is okay. about value. This is about ranking. He's already told me now that okay. I need to move Russell Wilson ahead of him okay, because I've already said that Russell Wilson's going to throw. I already said that Russell Wilson's going to throw 32. I already said Russell Wilson's throwing 32 with his rushing touchdowns. So Russell Wilson goes ahead of Peyton Manning for me. It's right, official buddy. tonight. <laughs> Have fun with that. I, 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 I think it could happen for me too. Let's move on. Manning, obviously, you're ridiculous. Let's go to the top two. Change. And I was the quick thing I was going to say. Three years ago, when he came in, the sun was rising. Everything was Golden Grams. Now I love now Golden Grams. Now it's seeming. Don't, now let get, don't let him get soggy, though. <laughs> no, soggy Golden Grams are the best no, Golden Grams. No, that's the worst You want to know the best Golden Grams are actually Graham Crackers. You actually put Graham up. Crackers in and throw milk on them. That's what Graham Crackers really are. Grand, Golden, Golden Grams are. Real graham crackers do it. Um, Andrew Luck, number two. Guys, it's actually I got not one. number two. It's a tie. It's a tie. Okay, good. Yeah, you're right. It's one. Okay, then put one one. You can't have one one in rankings. You gotta have one. You gotta have one. Somebody's yeah. gotta be number one. Then the guy. Then you go by the alphabetized. Here's the AR should be below AL. What? <laughs> Alright, here's where, here's where a, it goes down. So be before it's a, Aaron Rodgers and right Andrew Luck. These are the top two guys. You play, I'm going to be honest. If you play the fat guy in a little coat on one of my Valverde's after that line, I'm, I literally might not be able to ever record a podcast. Alright, <laughs> Valverde, please, so I can do it. Valverde, please, so I can do it. Valverde, fat guy in a little coat. Oh, I love you guys. Right. You guys are making... I, I did start running a lot this week, and I t- took a boxing class. Good for you. How sore are you? I mean, I'm sore. Okay. So, I'm sore from sleeping only six hours. <laughs> I want to sleep I want to sleep seven hours tonight, so let's end this podcast soon. Let's go. How many times have we talked th- through this number one and number... These are the top two guys. You are not going wrong with either one of these guys. 
You are either saying you want the young up and cover, or you want to have the more established guy that's that. already proven that he can do it, who also has Randall Cobb coming back. That's why I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. They both I have know what I'm getting. I know I'm not going to get it in week 17, but that's okay. Who's playing 16 games for sure? Both. And Aaron Rodgers. No, they're not. Aaron Rodgers hasn't played 16 games in the last three or four years. This season. You think this season? No, he did it last season, didn't he? No. Here's the thing. I look at it this way. I look. Yes, at, he did. He they both have great weapons, but you want to know what? The the Packers have more weapons, and those more and he, and weapons. And the better running. Game. I'm take and with all the with all the extra weapons. Better offensive again, line. Look, they're playing against the Bears twice. Bad defense. <laughs> they're playing against the Vikings twice. Bad defense. They're playing against Detroit twice. No longer in Dominican Sioux. They do have a decent defense, but they are not the defense that they have been last year. Can you do it? Can we can we look at game explosion? I'm telling you as a guy, and I know that you you guys have had luck too. Luck scored me, I think, over 60 points in one league. It's not standard. Three games last year. Yeah, but they were all in the first eight weeks that of the doesn't, season. I, okay, but hold on. I'm, and that's that's. I'll build a team that doesn't need him to win it for me every year, but when, or every week. And he plays and, in the weakest division. When he, when he lights it up, it just makes it so it's. Just a fiesta. I know, but here's and, the, here's and the problem. Rodgers is more consistent, and I'm gonna tell you. And I love Rodgers. Hey, there's no argument. These guys are the two best. I think though, for me, I want that just absolutely when the bell tolls, mm-hmm. and you've got Metallica playing in your ear, and you're the guy, the then guy you that you're Rogers. playing then against. You want Rodgers because when the bell tolls, when you're on the the big stage, when you're in the big game, when you have to to put up, when when everyone's watching you. Andrew Luck has not done it. What's his playoff situation? What's his big Monday night game when all the chips are on the line? What's he done? He hasn't done it. Aaron Rodgers has. And Aaron Rodgers still has Jordy Nelson. Still has Randall Cobb. That's all I need to say. Oh, he's still got Devontae Adams. Okay. He's got three or four tight ends. Yes. He's got Eddie Lacy. He's got the better offensive line. I mean, he's got a tougher, a tougher division, but not what, that much tougher playing, division. What about playing schedule? You're talking about where the guys are playing. It's harder to play in 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 Green, Green Bay, Bay and Snow and whatever. You know what? It's never stopped him before. Hey, I know. Hey, there's no <laughs> question about it. I'm going to tell you right now. I will definitely. I'm, I'm not a Bear saying, fan sitting here louding a Packer. So understand that I'm this hurts. to do what I'm doing, but I'm doing it because it's right. I mean, Andrew Luck's strength of schedule is much better than. And I'm an Andrew Luck owner in the Dynasty League. Tied for eighth. And, and Aaron Rodgers is down at just at 23. So that's a 15-point difference. I, there's I, a lot. There, there's no question. These guys are both gr- Either one's great. And again, I'm sad to say, and again, we're just talking about our rankings and whatever, where we take and what our, our own mindsets are, are important here. But at draft day... I bet you. I mean, I have him in a in a keeper league. I'll be able. To, I'm going to be able to use a six pick on him because I drafted Luck eighth round. But neither of these guys will be on my team. I'm not going to draft an Aaron Rodgers in the first round. I'm in other leagues, and I'm not going to draft an Andrew Luck in the first round either. I'm not going in that route. But either way, if you are, these guys are both first rounders. If you are wanting to do that, you are going to be able to get. More fantasy points.
from both of these guys than any other pick that you could take in that first round. Now, if that's the way you want to think, and if that's the way you want to construct a team, amen. More power to you. There ain't no right. There ain't no wrong. Build it after that. Get those points and build a team around it. I'm not going to go that route, and I'm going to try and do the little sneak a, sneak a couple one and two pick uh, later after the eighth, between the eighth and the 14th round and get two quarterbacks. I'm going to try that route. That's not right. But these fuckers are good. Have talent. I like I like the talent that Luck's got this year more than last year, yeah. especially if uh, Allen can be healthy. And especially if Frank Gore can add, uh, you know, just consistency to that running game. And he will. It's just the whether is, he can weather the, the whole season. Aaron Rodgers is a guy that has done it and proven it and done it before. Still hungry, still trying to get it because they've been so close every year. And, and a horrible play by Boykin last year, end of their season. There's hunger there. There's also hunger on Andrew Luck's side. But it's young hunger and whatever. So... Wherever you want to go, you're not going wrong either way. I, I, we're either of us are either one or two on them. I mean, they're, yeah. they're no, they are in a tier of their own. Let's talk about a hunger that I really have for something that has to do with Aaron Rodgers, and that's Olivia Munn. Oh, I uh, hate your frigging guts. You suck. You're a cock knocker. And let's be honest, that's the reason really why I'm not going to take him, and I'm going to take Andrew Luck, guys. We appreciate you guys listening. This podcast went a little bit longer, but still a lot shorter than most of them. And it's what we do. And this is what we do. We just have fun talking about fantasy. And when I sit here and I'm trying to move people and on the podcast, I realize, like, fuck it. We just like talking about this stuff. So I try and rush Can't it and move it. the needle. We just went through 40. Count it. 40 quarterbacks. <laughs> we in, talked in, about Matt in, Moore for crying out loud. On April 1st. That's not, that's not even, <laughs> and it wasn't that's even not a joke. Bulls joke. It wasn't a joke. We just did it in two hours and 35-ish minutes. We're doing this every weekend for you guys. Week. This is Wednesday. So this is the Not April Fool's podcast, right? Talking from the outside of the hallway come stag party. This is the Not April Fool's podcast. That's what we decided it's to not. name this. It's no, this podcast is not gonna be over four hours. It's long. either a burn rubber because we open with a little burn rubber, and we burned rubber. And what's the gap, man? I want to give a little shout out. One more pyro pro, uh, pyro promo, guys. Will you guys do us a favor? Go to the friggin' uh, iTunes and give us a review. Like I said, we're trying to get to 100. The last review we got is a guy that said, if you like Pyro, if you like Rachel Maddow, then you'll like D-Rex and his meaningless commentary. I don't know if that means... <laughs> yeah, I mean, so he's an ultra yeah. left winger. I mean, am I... I Am I that political? And I, that, I don't think so. It's crazy. There's a, it's basically hey, two people. By it's the way, two people. So whatever. No, 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 no. But it's just no, hilarious. No, no, no. We live in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. This is not the the right wing yeah. uh, Bible toting area of the world. This it's is she fucking Chicago, the murder capital of the world. We're the murder. We kill you yeah, with bang, kindness. Bang. bang bang. We're not gonna get political, but come on. It, that review, when I read it, I was like, okay, so how many have we gotten since last bad podcast? And I promoted something on Facebook about signing up. And the last one I read is that. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I talked about well, we I talked about a Fox News commentator saying... Uh, you just pissed yeah. five more people. No, it doesn't listening. matter. I, that's not <laughs> political. It's a channel. 
It's a channel. I'm just getting your goat. No, but it's just a channel that said a terrible word about a... It's not political. It's racial. Okay? Simple as that. Racial meta. Rachel, Rachel Maddow. <laughs> but I just, That's your it, team name for next year. Right. <laughs> Rachel Maddow! That's it! Oh, I love it! And I'm going to yes. try my best. That's my mock draft team. I got Rachel Maddow, and I'm going to try and talk like her the whole time. Write anyway, that down before you forget. Cut your hair, hair shorter and put glasses on. Amen, guys. You know we love you. Whatever race you are, whatever political uh, agenda you have, we friggin' love you. We love that you're on us on this journey and doing this fantasy football goo. We work hard on this thing. You understand it. We're the best. So are you. So we, we burned rubber to start, but what did we do throughout this entire podcast? We dropped the bomb of knowledge on you. And the Gap Band is dropping the bomb. Get ready. Peace in the Middle East.
Dickhead, I'm serious. Richard, what's happening? 